Okay, now we're good. Shake off the evil spirits. Shake off the evil spirits. We're good. Okay. All right. Anyways, welcome to another episode of the Night Funk. I'm back here again with my co-host, Jose. What's up, Jose? What it do? And today, we are talking Mexican folklore. This is the real Night Funk. The shit that used to keep you up at night as a kid. These are the urban legends that fucking just you have seen it in all forms of media you've seen it in uh, recent movies you you've since the very beginning of your childhood these are the kind of things that your parents would tell you so you would like i I, apparently like be better about not being a little asshole yeah just don't be an asshole and you'll be fine like all these stories we've heard when we were little kids and it was just to keep us in line just to not wander off. Don't go in the water. Which is kind of fucked up if you think about it. I know these have always been a thing in history to, to tell yeah. like these little tales to keep people like in line and stuff. But it's still like, isn't that a form of kind of like, like, is is that considered manipulation? Like, it's. Mm, I mean, it's it's fear tactics. It's, <laughs> it's fear it's, tactics. It's not really fear tactics. It's it's just the uh, cautionary tales, just to keep you from you know. Going to the river at night because, you know, how hard is it to find someone that gets swept away by the current in a river at yeah, night? That is true. All right. Well, today, on today's episode, each of us are going to cover three different urban legends or folklore from from Mexico or, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's in the borderline Latin American. Latin America for the yeah. most part, because a lot of them kind of bounce all over the place. Mm-hmm. I know for a few of mine, some of them have been seen around the world. Yeah, um, because a lot of them come from like a lot of times these urban legends are multicultural. Like mm-hmm. a lot, I of never different- knew how deep they go. Like oh, the one of the ones I'm going to cover, it it's like it goes back pretty far. Yeah, for one of mine, it goes back to like not just um, like 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 uh it go it, not just does it go back like super far in like mexican culture mm-hmm. but like even stuff that like the natives have reported yeah like from like back in the day like shit they used to like leave in like hi- hydroglyphs hieroglyphs like, or is that how they're called yeah hydroglyphs hiero hieroglyphs yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like uh like one of the stories i'm going to share uh the earliest documentation of it is 1550 in mexico city but it has been seen like carved in places, little cautionary tales, like on like Aztec ruins. It's just crazy. It's like that's a huge jump in time there, mm-hmm. um, and probably goes even before that, which is crazy. Okay, so what, what are you starting with? Um, oh, I'm starting. I mean, I mean, uh, rock paper scissors. It is, okay, one two three one, shoot. One, one two three shoot. One two three shoot. Ah, okay, I'm first. Ugh. All right, I'm going to start this off, um, get real spooky. Duermete, niño. Duermete ya. Que viene el cuco y te comerá. Yeah. <laughs> and me as a child? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shitting yourself. So this is a story of, as we know it, el cucuy. Also oh. known as coco, coca, cuco, cuca, cucu, and cucuy. Depending on where you're from. Mm. And then usually uh, uh, it goes from cuca to cuca, mm. uh, and a lot more. It's a lot more known as cuco and cuca, which is crazy. I always knew it as cucuy. 
but those are if it's a lady or if it's a guy. That, that brings a whole new meaning to that song, like get old to cuckoo. Yeah. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. And he's just in the back right <laughs> Bring me the children. <laughs> but um it all it this story goes back. It, it goes back pretty far. It's not really a monster per se. It's just a personification of an irrational fear to put into your child to keep them from being bad. Um, it's kind of an Iberian version of a bugbear, which is a, a type of like hobgoblin, goblin type of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's that's like the the physical form of it, but it can take. It's a shapeshifter. It can take a form of a giant fucking bat, a man. Like you know, when you go to the grocery store, when we were little kids, our parents would be like, "Portate bien," or that man's gonna take you. Es cucuy, and we're like, "Oh no, he's real." Now, I obviously haven't done as much research as you have, but I know I've heard before that something's described as like a shadow creature too. So yeah, like that's how um, I have a story on that. That's how I saw him as a child, and I'll get to that later. But um, to a lot of kids, he shows up as it's a shadow in the corner of your room or coming out from under your bed in your closet. It's just really that it's your brain playing tricks on you. You know, if you like, you know, those times when you're laying in bed and you have a pile of clothes on a chair across the room, it looks like someone's fucking sitting there watching you. Oh, God. I've, yeah. I've fucking spooked myself so many times. There's so, mm-hmm. How many times, like, there's been so many times where, like, I'll c- go into my room coming out of, like, the shower in a towel and I see something in the corner I didn't notice. Like, like you hang, like you hanged a jacket, like, somewhere mm-hmm. and you forgot <laughs> it was there and you're just like, yeah. ah! Like, you just <laughs> fucking freak out. Yeah, you feel like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, like, even still to this fucking day, I'll go, like... Something will get a little shiver in my spine, so, especially when I'm alone, when Hannah goes on her business trips. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk into a room and I'm like, nah, it's too fucking dark. And I'll do that little kid thing where you stand outside, but you reach in and find the light switch to turn the light on. Not to mention <laughs> that, like, sometimes our parents instill that fear in us sometimes. Cause they'll, no, yeah, that's they'll, how we hear it. Well, not just that, but they'll they'll even say, like, personal stories. Because like, I remember, like, our... Uh, Artia V used to tell us all the time about she would see like things like shadow creatures in the corner. I mean, our whole family did. Yeah, yeah. It's like, are we sure we're not suffering from some type of like, like, like mental based trauma? It's a curse. Is it a curse? Cursed. Are we cursed? I think we actually are cursed. Why? Uh, It's just like all the shit that happens to us and everything. Like, it's not going to kill us, but it's just going to inconvenience us. Joe, you can't blame your weight on a curse. No, it's not that. <laughs> you know, like, when I was little, um, like, I got hit by fucking lightning. What? Yeah, through a door. I told you about this. Really? Yeah. I don't, uh, well, m- maybe you did a long time yeah. ago, but I don't remember. Uh, story time. Uh, really quick. <laughs> um, yeah, I was walking in, uh, in when we lived in Woodward Way in that trailer. You know, those shitty-ass trailers and the metal-ass doors. Well, the lightning, I, I was walking by at that second. Lightning hit the door. And it shot me across the room. What? Yeah, your mom saw it. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like had black all over my arm and everything. <laughs> yeah. Just ran across the room like fucking BBA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that shit. Yeah, it was wild. I was like, I could, I, you know, check that off my life list of I got hit like kind of by lightning, which is fun. Anyways, back to Kukui. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it's it's just uh, a cautionary tale. It's not really a cautionary tale. It's like it's the way Hispanic parents kept their children in line. They'll be like, "Hey, like be good, or the cuckoo's gonna come get you." Because the whole thing with that is, it's either two things. It either comes and just takes you to another like realm and you disappear. Oh shit! Or it just fucking eats you. So multi-dimensional. Yeah. It it crawl it 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 come it. It comes through like the fucking veil of reality, yeah. which is crazy. Because uh, have you read uh, uh you know what SCPs are? No, they're um, it's um, 
It's this whole like internet thing. It's fucking cool. You should. I, read I know it who SPM is. Oh yeah, <laughs> South Park Mexican. <laughs> but um, no, it's a uh, you really enjoy them. There are all these like spooky like cryptid creatures that people make up, and they mm-hmm. have like a whole database of them now. Oh and, really? Uh, they run it like as if it's like a some shadow organization. Look, I mean, I've, um, I've been on like Cryptid Wiki. Wiki it's before, not that. It's SP's but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's more of like a fandom. Like that's like a more of like a Wikipedia version of yeah. cryptids, you know. But but so this one, it's um, it's a it's a it's a whole organization called SCP, the SCP Foundation, and it stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. And what they do is just like they find you know uh, just items or monsters and stuff that are out in the world that people like come up with and they take them and uh, either try to contain them destroy them or just keep them away from everything and it's really cool um there's one story in there that kind of reminds me of kukui with the whole interdimensional and ichu and stuff Mm -hmm. um i forget what number scp it is but it's just it's basically this old man that he's super old and he's rotting but he could travel through walls, and he has, like, this little pocket dimension he comes out of. What the fuck? Yeah, what? and he'll, he'll like, chase you down, and what he's... He, he'll chase the people down and hurt them because he enjoys, like, toying with his prey. And then he'll pull them into the dimension and, like, torture them and stuff. And I was like, some Mexican thought this story up, probably, because, you know... That, that's- that actually kind of reminds me of another urban legend that comes from Central America. I don't remember the name, but he's essentially, like... He's like a big bony like kind of guy that carries like a sack of bones over his like uh, yeah, over yeah, his yeah, shoulder yeah, yeah. and he basically like he whistles. He's mm-hmm. called like the whistler or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but apparently if you hear him whistle and he catches you like mm. if he catches you like out like regardless of how far he is, he'll appear right behind you and he'll grind your bones into his sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, and then the, the thing I started off with, that little uh, nursery rhyme, that's an actual fucking nursery rhyme that people will tell their fucking kids. What the fuck? Yeah, like, to go to sleep or you'll fucking die. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like I said, there's no real shape to him. It, it, he just shapeshifts, or it just shapeshifts to take whatever form it can to be horrible. And it likes to actually just hang out, uh, apparently it likes hanging out on rooftops. That's mm-hmm. the thing, like, you'll see, like, a shadow on the roof, and like, oh, that's the kukui. That's a common thing in a lot of these old school like urban legends is like shapeshifters are a big fucking thing. Yeah. Because technically aren't gins like shapeshifters as well? Gins are more like. They're like. Uh, I don't think they're really shapeshifters. They're just like. Almost like. Like demon. Yeah. Demon devil dudes. But I've always heard that they can also shapeshift. Oh, okay. Like they, they can shapeshift and they basically can like steal your soul and shit or they'll make you like sign a bargain that will ultimately like, like that's where the whole genie thing comes from mm-hmm. because essentially like the, the whole thing about like every story about a genie is always like you you get to have like these three wishes whatever but it always ends up being like yeah. a wish with a circumstance you know they they're they're not there for your mm-hmm. uh they're not really there for your benefit they're there to see if you'll take the temptation of having whatever you want but at yeah. a cost yeah it's it's those feel like more like again it's a cautionary tale it's like don't be careful what you wish for mm-hmm. you know um, maybe we can find like a like a Middle Eastern counterpart to this podcast, and we can exchange notes on on folk yeah. tales. Well, I do want to do more follow ups on like uh, cryptic uh, cryptids in general, mm-hmm. or just like more like urban legends that don't necessarily have to. Right now, we're just focusing a little bit on Central America, yeah, yeah, yeah. but obviously there is a. Like like you said, there's fucking databases. Mm-hmm. There's full on like books and like articles yeah. upon articles of all these crazy kind of like like urban legends or myths. I mean, like you'll go down a route, like 
anybody go to google type in bigfoot and tell me how many fucking links will take like send you down even more and more links you'll just be there tell me how many people have slept with a bigfoot that's what i want to know i want to know and is it like a human penis or is it like a dog penis that's a good question actually is he red rocket you Mm. is his it would his dick be bigger because of his massive feet well that's the thing because gorillas have tiny penises that is true yeah which is funny it's just like all this muscle and his little dick they apparently can't accurately um, like calculate how much a gorilla can actually lift because they don't ever really lift anything heavy. No, they're just big ass. They actually big ass, just intimidating vegetarians as far as yeah, because they don't eat meat at all. I don't think. No, they do. No, chimpanzees do. Gorillas do too. I thought. No, gorillas are strictly vegetarian. Okay. Yeah, that's why they they're all that's why they're always constantly eating, mm. but they don't exert a lot of energy. Like, the majority of the time, they're just chilling in the jungle. The only time they ever come around is to, like, you know, protect the pack kind of yeah. thing, you know? Because there's been times where, like, you know, people have gotten really close. There's a fucking crazy, crazy video of this dude who basically uh, figured out that, like, as long as you don't show fear, the gorillas won't fuck with you. It's literally a video of this guy just standing in the middle of this field, right? Or like uh, this grassy area up in the jungle, right? And this fucking gorilla just starts charging at him <laughs> fast as fuck. He does not move. And the gorilla stops right in front of him and then walks a different direction. You know, in his it, head, he was like, I hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But the truth be told that if he would have showed a bit of fear or flinched or anything, that gorilla would have fucked him up. Yeah. It would have picked his ass up and ripped him in half. Damn. But yeah. But um, to end the kukui part. Mm-hmm. Um, so my story on that is when I was little, I was like, I was still in elementary school and I, w- I was went to sleep. I wasn't feeling good. It, I, my mom said it's because you were sick, but I'm like, no, I saw that motherfucker. <laughs> um, so I went to bed. She gave me medicine. I was kind of loopy, so I went to bed and I could tossing and turning. And I kept hearing just like little like little little things happening. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was a little. <laughs> so I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and um, like I rolled fuck? over. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I roll over and I look at the foot of the bed and I swear to God, there's just just this massive like, like shadow of a dude just like standing there. Oh shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then it starts like leaning forward and I start like, "Ah!" (laughs) I start crying my eyes out and my mom runs in and the door opens. It disappears. Of course. And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, ah, cuckoo. <laughs> I think I peed myself, too. <laughs> but, yeah. It was just a random crackhead that snuck through the window. Said, you got a dollar? That's <laughs> guilty. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm four. <laughs> but, no, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, um, like, I mean, it could have been the medicine, but at the same time, it's just freaky, like, seeing that after hearing all these stories, our parents, my fucking dad, you know how my dad is. He yeah, yeah. He chases around the house, like, all like, oh, so el cucuy. <laughs> and you know, you know, it's fun when you're a little kid, you're like, ha ha, that's funny. And then after a while, you're like, maybe he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> and then you start crying. You're like, what the fuck? Why are you crying? Punk ass bitch. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. <sighs> all right. What's your first? Okay. So my first... Who was your first? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to talk about is one that's often like made fun of, but there are 
tons and tons of like YouTube videos and articles talking about these fucking things, right? But they're so goddamn goofy, but they're interesting nonetheless. Because mm-hmm. even though the, the, these are these are not really considered like an evil thing, you know? Because most most um, folklore is based around like like what you said. They're based on like uh, tales that mm-hmm. are trying to like help you like learn lessons, right? Yeah. But these are just things that have been seen. Like there's always these weird videos that pop up, and you know a lot of th- most of the time you think eh, it's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Because it could probably just be like meddling, like people just fucking trying to like get viral videos doing some bullshit. But they've been spotted so many fucking times that it's just kind of like like you don't know what to believe whether it's reality or not mm-hmm. because it's not just have they been viewed in the recent years of like when video as like video being like a prominent thing where you can show a little bit of like semi evidence right yeah but it's just been passed on for tales for generations and in this case this one's been passed on for a very long time so i'm going to be talking about duendes <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know what a duende is basically it's just a spanish way of of it's a spanish name for gnomes but sometimes they're de- they're um, depicted as goblins uh, tiny humanoid like dwarves and sometimes cultures in other cultures they call them just straight up leprechauns right <laughs> but you know that like but that's all like something different remember everyone clovers yeah. but specifically specifically in <laughs> but specifically these are spotted a lot in um, south mexico right okay so specifically these are seen often in Yucatec, May of Belize and Southwest Mes- Mexico, right? So like the the more tropical, like jungly sides? Yeah, they're more in the tropical jungle sides and also close to like more of the like um, a lot of the natives in these areas have seen them because I know they're majority of the time they're still believed to exist amongst the Mixtecs and Zapotecs of Oaxaca. Mm. They specifically like to this day have stories because the thing is. Uh, they're believed to be helpers for people who get lost mm-hmm. because, you know, in these more jungly, foresty, heavy like areas, you know, people get lost and sometimes yeah. go missing. And they believe that duendes are basically like spirits of the forest that show up and they guide you home, you know. But in, in other cases, it's completely different. Um, see, in the American Southwest, they're often believed to be just little humanoid creatures that live in the walls of your home. Mm-hmm. And the legend is, is what they do is they go after unkempt children. So that is a bit of a, that is where the more cautionary tale stuff. It's more like you need to, you need to be more presentable so the duendes don't come after you at night. Cause it said, yeah, it said that the duendes, what they do is like, if you don't trim your toenails, they'll come out and try to trim your nails uh, while you're sleeping. And sometimes they accidentally take a whole toe with them. (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't know when to stop. They'll just keep clipping until your whole fuck, like all your toes are gone. That's the more like cautionary tale side of it. But the thing is, is they're, they're, they're betrayed a lot in, in, uh, these more, um, these more like, uh, native tales, right? So, like I said, like they, um, they're brought up a lot in, in Yakutik May of Belize, right? And the south and southwest Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't specifically call them duendes, but they go by two other names. And uh, forgive me for this like um, pronunciation, but uh, sometimes they're called aluks or 
uh, fuck, Nalukstat, Nalukstat, right? And again, they're seen as guardians of the spirit, almost like children of the like children of the forest, but okay. in spiritual form, right? Nice. And they're 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 basically, I guess, almost like the protectors. Like basically, think of them as elves or fairies. Almost. Okay. But majority of the time, they're they're portrayed as well gnomes or mm-hmm. little troll goblins, right? Now, if you delve a little bit deeper, the Aztecs uh, refer to them as uh, chaneke. Uh, again, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but they're, but again, I think it's pronounced Chinese. Uh, well, I mean, here's the actual <laughs> word. You know how to say that? Chaneke. Chaneke, maybe? Yes, yeah. It might be Chaneke, but nonetheless, the Aztecs believe that, um, that Chaneke are elemental forces, sprite like creatures, and, uh, their name is actually, uh, Nahuatli for those who inhabit dangerous places because a lot of times in the lore of duendes is that they're uh, cave dwelling creatures right because i know um there's some depictions of them having like razor sharp teeth Mm. but but they're not necessarily like creatures that attack you they're almost like they use their teeth as like a tool Okay. To basically like woodwork or grind things down, mm. and you, they it's like a beaver, yeah, almost. <laughs> uh, and um, the reason I bring them up is because for the longest time, like growing up, we used to, you know, you've ever had like those nights where you hang out with friends and mm-hmm. you end up going down that fucking rabbit hole on YouTube, be like real life dwindles in Mexico, <laughs> and then you end up watching the video, especially with your white friends, and you're like, what the fuck is duendi? Yeah. And you're like, dude, they're fucking gnomes. And it's like, dude, gnomes aren't real. It's like, watch this video. And it's literally like a little black speck of something running mm-hmm. across a road. But I remember there was one video specifically. I still cannot find this video to this day, but it was a video of literally looks like a tiny little man just walking across the road and he's got a big pointy hat. <laughs> and then he sees the camera and starts running away in all fours. Oh, wow. And like he just starts booking it. And then there's other videos where um, I know this is other video. It's very fucking blurry. It's mm-hmm. very bl- uh, blurry. And it's basically a bunch of like, you know, Mexican teens hanging out in the house. They're all cracking jokes, whatever. And then in the background, you start seeing this little. It looks like fucking like Dobby from Harry Potter. <laughs> it looks it's just like long and lanky and it's walking like it's trying to creep mm-hmm. into the room without being Do seen. And then one of them turns around and yells, and it just starts booking it. Like, it just fucking runs for it. <laughs> and it's one of those, like, weird uh, fascinations I've had where I'm just like, are they fucking real or not? Like, is this all bullshit? Like, it, or are these uh, legitimate creatures? Because the thing is, all through, like, Central America, mm-hmm. North America, South America, there's consistently, consistently reports of cryptids yeah and you don't know where to draw the line between like reality or just plain bullshit because i think we don't know what the hell is in the forest all the time yeah like there can be just some creatures we've never seen before and when i started going down the there when i start going down the rabbit hole of like these are possibly like cave dwelling creatures and the reason why they hide in the walls is because they see it as like a cave you Mm -hmm. know they want to be in like a more like like condensed area where like, you know, to them it's like, it's nice. It's like, they're basically in a cave, you know? But when you, whenever caves are brought up, that's where my like mind starts to wander because I know recently I saw this and this shit, like 
sent me down a rabbit hole, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody had shared this post that was, I think, uh, put up on Twitter by like one of the more like um, um, popular cryptid Mm -hmm. um, um, sites, right? Yeah. And it was a map of of um, the most cases of missing people through North America, right? Oh yeah, and they and overlay then it on a they on overlay a map it of the caves. Of, yeah, the, yeah, the cave systems of North America, and they match up perfectly, mm-hmm. like to the T. I remember I like zoomed in on like Nevada, and there's like only three or four, and guess what? All of them hot spots for missing people. Yep, and it 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 sent me spiraling. <laughs> I was just like, no, what? Fuck. Like, it's true. I figured it out. <laughs> you look up the address for Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just one. Because I'm always afraid that you're just going to, like, one day just be there when one of these little fuckers start showing up. And then they all just swarm you. Put a little dwin this. They're just running around your feet. No camera. No camera. No camera. No camera. Oh God! I would love to see a dwindle. little armies of Eggers. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the whole dwindle thing, like I know, like all over the world, they find um, you know skeletons of you know pygmy people. Mm-hmm. Do you possibly think there's a pygmy tribe out there somewhere that's just like hiding in the shadows because they know, like, you know, they're not supposed to be alive? I don't, I don't know. know because the thing about dwindles is they kind of fall in line too with a lot of like um a lot of like european beliefs of like fairies because mm-hmm. they also believe in like fairies and gnomes and like you know because like, you know they'll actually go to like 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 um little forests and have yeah. like like little um i guess like altars for them oh, almost yeah. like they leave them behind like treats yeah. And they even have like little doors built into like um oh, like, yeah, like holes. fairy doors and stuff like that. Yeah, like cuz what they do is they find like these holes which could be anything. They could be like beaver holes or snake holes. Probably a snake in there like what the fuck, man. Yeah, they put a fucking door in there and then they give it like a little welcome mat mm-hmm. and they just leave a cookie behind, you know? And it's said that it, it brings like good fortune yeah. to like you know, leave them treats cuz like they're they're you know there's there's there they could be spirits or mystical yeah. creatures well, that mean, can bring you good luck. Yeah, you can also find the like fairy circles like anywhere you, in the woods you go and you see like stones or something set up in a perfect circle. Uh huh. Um, you're not supposed to mess with it. Like if you mess with it, it's horrible, horrible luck. And if you like, I think if you leave something there, like it's a blessing or some shit like that. Now that actually reminds me. I think you told me a long time ago about this one thing about like. I don't remember. I think it has it has to do with like an. No kemaka. Oh shit! There's an egger right outside. No kemaka. God damn, he's ripping through the neighborhood. (laughs) Anyways, no, I remember one time you had mentioned to me about like there, like I don't know if you said if it's near like the city where you grew up of Dahlonega in Georgia, or or over it's more like. Um, You're like talking go- about the rock pile? Yeah, the rock pile. The yeah. Bit, like the, isn't it like an Indian burial ground? Yeah, so that's it? the legend there in town. It's um, in Delania, there's the Indian uh, burial site. It's supposed to be like where uh, like a princess was buried in. Uh-oh. And um, they tried, um, like there's these roads on the sides and everything, and uh, they wanted to make it a straighter road because you have to go around the rocks. Every single time they tried to move it, something happened. Like uh, the tractors would just stop working. Or they would, sorry for my dogs, uh, the, 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 the tractors would stop working or, you know, the 
I think a tractor just went down the side of the fucking mountain. Like it like just started rolling back and boom, fell off. Uh, if you pick up a rock from it, it's terrible luck. You have mm-hmm. to bring that rock back plus another one, I think. Or else you're fucked. I'm like, you will fucking die. I know. Like, I remember um, uh, I, a quick story on that. Um, at the time, I was going out with my then uh, girlfriend. We were going up to Such's to go to like a swimming hole up there. And uh, we thought it'd be fun. You know, oh, we pulled over. Oh, we're going to grab a rock. No, no, no. We're not going to do anything. And uh, even that, on the way up, torrential downpour. Uh, it, like my car was like fishtailing up the side of the mountain and everything. <laughs> I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then um, I had a little like Buddha, a little like thing on my on my uh, dashboard. Mm-hmm. And then I turned a corner. For some reason, the glue decided to just unstick, went flying out the window. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? And I love that thing. I wanted it back. So I pulled over to the side of the road. And as soon as I opened that door, out of nowhere, FedEx truck almost fucking takes me out. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the swimming hole. Um, what is it? I get a ticket. I paid, my, I paid the money to go to and like to park and everything. And I got a fucking ticket. And I had to pay it. It was like 50 bucks. I was like, what the fuck? And then um, a buddy of mine, we were there. Uh, when we, as soon as we stepped onto the sandy part that they had set out, like there, they they've been to like a little beach area. Mm-hmm. Some assholes apparently cooked out and buried the coals in the sand. So when he stepped down, like down onto the sand, Ugh. immediately onto hot coals. So Ugh. the sand was like searing hot. He burnt the fuck out of his foot. Dude, that happened to me as a kid. Yeah, I remember at a fucking like barbecue we mm-hmm. had, they dumped the coals right. I wasn't paying attention. I was like playing right. Yeah, and I just stepped on it with my bare foot and i was just and immediately i was like fuck yeah and i think like one of our uncles had to pick me up and th- like go throw me in the water to cool down my foot yeah and um but yeah. yeah that shit was crazy and then like on the way back we put two rocks on it just to be safe immediately everything was fine <laughs> yeah i was like jesus fucking christ <laughs> <laughs> like the moment whenever you're like your little buddha falls off your dash it flies out mm-hmm. the window and you just see like an old like like Indian chief pick it up and he's just like, Where are your gods now? Like, yeah, I'm seriously. Jesus Christ. And he just disappears in the mist, like <laughs> he turns into an eagle flies away. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, so what's your what's your next um what's your next thing? My next one. Which what do you got? Now my next one, everyone knows. They made a movie at it uh about it. Was that movie any sucked. good? Apparently it's like I never watched it. Oh. It just looked dumb. Okay. Also the trailer for it was stupid. Um, but I'm going to be talking about the weeping woman known as La Llorona mm. or as the, the trailer announced is La Llorona. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, this is the <laughs> tale. You, I, was, I don't mean to cut you off, but don't you hate those fucking like videos where people don't try to correct, uh, correct the pronunciation was like La Legend of La Llorona. Yeah. And this thing has been seen all through North America. Like, it's like, what the fuck? I'm going to tell you about this, which is pretty much what we're doing. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, this lady, um, this is the one I was saying that the earliest documentation of her story is from like the 15, uh, like 1550 in Mexico city, but it goes all the way to Aztec time. Further than that. It's just ridiculous how ba- far back this goes. Oh shit. They can't really tell where it came from. It's just a legend passed down through generations, which is crazy. Um, but they think it was actually a story. The more plausible thing about it is it was a woman who got knocked up by this like rich Spaniard guy. This is the 1550 story. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Spaniard knocked up an indigenous woman there and had like some illegitimate kids with her. And he just skips out 
And she, to take revenge, drowns all the kids in the river near their, their home. Uh, but she realizes what she did was wrong. She starts crying. So she drowns herself too. And uh, when they all go like ascend, it's this is the, the like the Spaniard Catholic side of it. When they all go to heaven, um, the children are let, are allowed to go in because you know it was infanticide. They were you know they were you know uh, baptized. And they were you know got a free pass to get into heaven. Cool. Mm-hmm. Her on the other hand, so she she killed them all. Uh, she was damned to be in purgatory. Actually, she didn't get sent to hell. She went to purgatory. And in that purgatory, she went back to Earth, and she haunts rivers to this day. Um, and she, she's just there, you know, wailing for her kids. And that's the telltale sign for, you know, parents to be like, oh, you know, the, the cautionary tale is don't. It, it's pretty much a parent's way of telling us, don't go out at dark, especially if there's water. Because, you know, it's dangerous. You're a little kid. You fall into the lake or a river. You're fucking dead. Um, you, you tell me this now while it's raining, and I, you know I leave as soon as it gets dark. There's no, oh, there's rivers around here. You're fine. You're in your car. <laughs> but the, it's just like, the, the, here's the caution part. If you hear a woman crying or calling out for her children, fucking book it the other way. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like you, uh, that's how she lures people in is she cries asking for her children, uh, especially kids. She'll lure kids in mm-hmm. to be like, well, let me help you find your kids. The same thing if you hear a random yeah. person's voice in the desert, you might have a skinwalker. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, like I said, it, it's to stop kids from wandering off in the dark. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then our parents, you know, us growing up with that story, it's it. Uh, sometimes we lived near water, sometimes we didn't. And then our parent, it, it was just a way for them to keep us, you know, in the house. So it's kukui. And La Llorona. Cucu is to keep us in line, and then La Llorona is to keep us in the house. That way we don't wander off. Yeah. It's and, actually really interesting, because I know uh, you were talking about, like, you know, the whole thing about, like, her having legitimate kids with, like, a Spaniard, and she's, like, an mm-hmm. indigenous woman. I remember uh, reading this whole article where it actually shared, like, documentation from back in, um, from back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Back when, like, the early colonization era of, like, Mexico, right? They actually had this list of... Uh, of names they had for every like social like um like every social like the social hierarchy hierarchy of the time right okay. and they had a name for every individual one and it was all dependent on what race you're mixed with the highest being of 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 both your parents were spaniard mm-hmm. and the lowest being that you are uh, the child of two of uh, slaves african slaves right yeah. but they had a name for like pure indigenous people pure spaniards and pure um like african uh, slave but they also had a name for slave mixed with native native mixed mm-hmm. with spanish uh spanish mixed with slave like everyone had their own like individual name and uh depending on what name you carry depend on what you are allowed to do mm-hmm. like in a essentially in an economic sense right like if you were if you fell in line to like the slaves and the native and you're a mix of those bloods you could never hope to ever be higher than the working class you were always going to be working class under majority of the time you're going to be a farmhand right yeah and then anything above that that's where you could start being like oh you could uh if you're indigenous but have spaniard well you can be like a school teacher or possibly a yeah, politician i think they were called uh mixed techos yeah yeah but and it's it's, it's yeah it's, it's just crazy it's a really wild like paper to read because mm-hmm. you kind of like think about it and it's like fuck where were we had fallen in line because our shit is so mixed at this point well we're 
technically we would still be considered, I think, Spaniard and native. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd be mixed echoes. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like our family lineage lineage goes, I mean, you never know. We could have like like ancestry that is like slave. We were kings. But remember, some immigrants weren't considered like as like high regard as Spaniards because you know, like obviously, like the Irish were looked down upon yeah. as like as immigrants, and so were like. Um, Oh, that's not even including the the the, the Chinese immigrants too. They mm-hmm. had names for the the ones that were mixed in with Chinese immigrants too. Yeah, you know which um, which is uh, <laughs> my dad had a friend. Uh, he was a Mexican guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he looked Chinese, <laughs> so they called him Miyagi. They would always fuck with the dude. They'd be like, oh, konnichiwa. <laughs> it's not even Chinese, it's Japanese. And they're over there like, oh, bowing to him and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but no, like, yeah, the whole you another thing. Again, uh, like, I, we keep saying it because it's true. All these monster tales that we hear that's been passed down, legend, lore, folklore, from a piece of scrap paper they found in the book that's, like, got half burned and shit. These are all cautionary tales. Uh, just like stories from the Bible, they're they just to teach you a lesson. It's mm. they're there. Like I'm, there's not gonna be a fucking lady that's gonna pull you into the river. For one, no. Okay. Two, I'll fight that bitch. I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna go anywhere near a river now since I said that. But you know, yeah. No, no. There's women out there that will do that to you. Depends oh, yeah. on if they're like, you know, if they're sober or not. Depending on like what, yeah, what kind of true. substance they're on. Remember, we live in the South. We have a lot of fucking meth heads running around. Yeah, the meth shit. head bitches are crazy. They'll do some crazy yeah. fucking shit. But no, like the whole you know thing. Like it, I remember one time when I, when I was like high school. I think I was barely out. No, I was still in high school. Um, we go to, uh, swimming in, in this river, and we decided to go later in the day, so that way there's less people there. And uh, there's this cl- uh, there's this cliff you can jump off into the water, and it's like this little. It's literally. <laughs> Super dangerous. A lot of uh, people have died there, apparently, and they close it off. The public the public still goes there. Uh, I'm not going to say it because on, locals only, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> so there's like this like six by six, like or it's like a six-foot diameter circle or radius circle. I don't know. It's yeah. six feet across. Okay. That's the area you can jump in. If you don't jump in that area, you're going to hit a rock. Like a sharp, jagged rock that's maybe a foot under the water. Ugh. Yeah. So pe- that's how people have fucking died. <laughs> they just like hit their necks on it and just. <laughs> or worse, they end up being like, uh, like paralyzed. Yeah. And you just drown if you go alone. A lot of people went alone, which is stupid to do. But um, so yeah, like I remember it was late. Uh, the sun already started going down. <laughs> and I was like, like, you know, I was hanging out with all my white friends and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to be there. We got a flashlight, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Y'all motherfuckers don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I made me think of that, but you ever seen that video of that guy who he got in trouble because he was letting like uh, teenagers like use like his property for like a swimming hole, and they had this mm-hmm. giant jump, and it had a bunch of safety violations, and they and apparently a lot of pe- uh, uh, a few number of kids have gotten hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And they interviewing him, and he has like the weird, he has the most quietest, whispery voice. And he's like, "Well, them college kids come down here, and the, they ain't got no money, so I just, you know, you know, give them a little spot to have some fun." Like he's his no lie, his voice is exact. Like people, it's started, the guy from Family Guy. Yeah, they started comparing him to like um, was it Herbert? Herbert, yeah, the, Herbert pervert? the pervert. Yeah, get your fanass over here. I can't I do his whistle. I got some popsicles in the cellar. You got to put the... <laughs> I got some popsicles. I can't do the whistle. Yeah, the, the little whistle's tough. He, he's just, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no, the whole light on thing. I like I told my friends like, hey guys, I'm not fucking jumping into the water. The water's black right now. You can't see under the water. And they're like, What well, why not? And I told them the tale. And I kind of put a pause in their step for a little bit, but then they're white, so they kept jumping in. And I was like, yeah, I'll stay my happy ass on that I'm, I'm just not about water. I, I don't like water. I don't go near it. And yeah, I get it. You People stinky are, bitch. Anybody who knows me is just going to talk shit. Well, Pedro, you don't know how to swim. It's like, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going near the water anyway. It's like, like, like I, I don't know. Like, I, I've, I've been in like lake water mm-hmm. here in Georgia. You know, if you're ever from Georgia, you know that the only lake we have up here is Lake Lanier. It's a yeah. giant madman man-made lake yeah. and it's fucking disgusting. It's also I think the world's most dangerous lake. Yeah. Uh so many people die in this fucking lake and it's just the stupidest ways ever like like people who have life jackets and everything, they just fucking drown. If you ever want to like like just read a bunch of shit that's just going to make you like lose faith in humanity, look up Lake Lanier Oscarville and that that's all I'm going to say. Mm. That shit is fucking Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. it's disturbing. But anyways, I guess uh, you get on that one. Um, stay away it? from rivers. If you hear a lady crying, ask her to find her kids. Tell her too fucking bad and walk the other way. <laughs> it, it's going to hurt some. It's going to there's going to be a lot of more dead kids, like sadly. But don't take that chance, guys. You know, that also brings up a story of one time where I was like outside of a Walmart and this lady like pulled up in her car and she was just like crying and she was just like, I'm sorry, I hate the ass, but I need some money. I need to make it up to Atlanta. Like my husband tried to beat me and I have my kids here in the car and I'm just trying to get some gas money. And I I was like, oh, fuck. Like I felt bad. Yeah. So I immediately like pulled, like went into my wallet and I pulled like 40 bucks and I was like, here, like, like take it. You need it. Right. And she was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Her kids are like, thank you. Thank you. And she like literally pulls up like. Not even 15 feet and does the exact same thing to another guy. I'm just like, you I, bitch. It's like, you, I gave you more than enough gas yeah. money. Uh, this yeah. was like back in like 2010. Yeah. Gas people was are cheap fucking, then. People are fucking assholes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I try to help people, but then that part of my brain is just like, mm, their well, story doesn't add up. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I, I just have, I'm, I'm, I'm always guilty about like, not questioning things because the yeah. thing is like when a person's in need, I feel bad. Like I feel bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's like, just like, the, like, uh, like I know they always say, don't give a homeless person money because they're going to spend it on drugs. Right. But the thing is a lot of times you don't know what a person, an individual's like person's like case might be. Yeah. Cause remember a lot of people who are homeless, a lot of times they're, you know, war veterans with PTSD mm-hmm. that weren't able to like acclimate back to civilian life. Sometimes they're literally people with mental illnesses, mm-hmm. you know, and that became a big thing in, in, uh, in the Ronald Reagan era, because you forget he, they basically defunded all these fucking like mental facilities and they let all these people out in the yep. fucking streets. That's why there was a surge of homeless people after the Ronald Reagan era, because Literally, these people had nowhere to go. And I, I get it. I understand that people do not want to pay too much money in taxes, but sometimes you kind of need to to kind of well, rile up is, the rile up people. It, it it really doesn't take that much taxes to keep those things open. It's the tax money that we have now. It just needs to be. We're going off tangent now, but um, the tax money that we have now, what is it? It's $80 billion go to the Pentagon. 
we have no idea what happens to that money. They don't tell us. It just goes to discretionary spending. It's whatever they want to spend it on. Isn't the majority of it like the military budget? No. This is $80 billion of just money that just disappears what? every year. Mm. Even more every year. The mil- the military gets like trillions of fucking dollars. Mm. Or bill- billions upon billions. Not trillions. Almost trillions. <laughs> like... We don't need that many jets, guys. Like we won. We got the police. We we are Team America, World Police. We don't need any more shit. You start running the numbers. You start looking at their bank statements and be like, a lot of loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> They're dropping loot boxes everywhere. I found a purple. <laughs> uh, but anyways, <laughs> start fucking like t posing on fucking. Like, people you fucking murder with a drone strike. You're just like, oh, dab, 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 motherfucker. Oh, my God. I know people recently have been doing a lot of fucking memes about, like, uh, Fortnite. Because they just, like, have... They just added Dragon Ball Z characters. Oh, yeah. But now it's gotten even more ridiculous. Like, there's so many, like, characters on this fucking game that, like... Game, like, the matches look ridiculous. <laughs> Somebody shared a clip where this person was playing as Goku who had an Among Us backpack, and then he was shooting down, he, he was uh, he was shooting down Chun-Li and finished her off by using a lightsaber. <laughs> like, like, it was so ridiculous. Did he do the stupid dance where you hold your finger on your forehead? Oh, the, the L. L? The, yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> Fuck Probably. Fortnite. I, I know, yeah. I was never a fan of it. I tried it for a little bit. It was just stupid. Well, it's because, like... in. It, the the whole building thing was just so fucking that you have yeah. to be on some type of Adderall to keep up with that shit. Yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. It is just too much. Anyways, All right. going on to the next one. Now we're going back to more back again. We're going back to cryptids. This cryptid is probably the, one of the most iconic ones to come out of Mexico, but it's also been uh, it's originally been sighted in Puerto Rico, right? And you know we had to bring it up. The chupacabra, baby. Oh, yeah. So the chupacabra. Suck me. <laughs> no, but uh, the chupacabra being trans- being translated uh, into goat sucker. So oh, yeah. stories of this creature go back as far as 1975. So it's not really that old. Oh, wow. Um, that was the first time that people had ever talked about it right and it was first talked about in mocha puerto rico and at the time a bunch of livestock had been being killed right and they had been basically being drained of their blood and sometimes organs Mm. but like the thing was these creatures weren't like viciously like mauled or anything they were just drained of their blood sometimes organs right and at the time uh uh the people of the city of mocha puerto rico they were trying to blame it on a um, on a satanic cult, mm. which at the time, you know, like it, um, satanic panic. Yeah, the satanic yeah. panic was a very big thing. So more than likely, it was probably like I guess they were trying to use their a more logical explanation to why this happened mm-hmm. because obviously. It, it it makes more it, to them. It would make more sense that it's like evil people coming around just fucking with farmers' livestock than it would yeah. be like a fucking literally like a mutant dog creature, right? Mm-hmm. But to um to explain what a uh, a chupacabra is supposed to look like, it's been referred in a, in a, in in three different ways, right? So a lot of times it's described as a reptile like creature with leathery skin. And or green scaly gray skin, right? And then 
usually it has a sharp spine or a bony spine uh, with quills on it, almost like a porcupine, like porcupine-like quills, right? And then some people just say that it's just a weird breed of dog, right? Yeah. It just says like it's a dog-like creature. They say, like, I've heard people say it's a dog with mange. Yeah. Like that's the most common thing you hear. Yeah, they, uh, I, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But um, the other way that uh, it's been described as, as some people have have even said that they have described it as being almost as tall as a human when it when oh, wow. it's on its hind legs, right? And it basically um some people have reported that this thing actually has wings too. Some people have said like there's versions of it that come down swooping on wings. It comes down in the middle of the night on like on like I guess like almost like pterodactyl wings. Uh so it's the evolved form. Yeah. And then it has like sharp red glowing eyes that apparently if you look into them it causes it causes you to have extreme nausea. Oh, it's like, kind of like um in the US it's the the Mothman. Yeah. 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 Huh. Mothman. Mothman. <laughs> That's another thing we should cover one day, Mothman. That's a cool one. Yeah. yeah. Mothman Mothman is a really one we could go deep on. Because mm-hmm. that, one, that one has a lot of fucking, yeah. like, it's got a lot of angles. It's got a lot of angles. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, back to Chupacabra. So, again, the, one of the odd things about it is that it's always, the reason it's called Chupacabra, for the most part, is because, again, goat sucker. But the thing that's so weird about this thing is, is that it never like it doesn't like necessarily it doesn't eat its prey it just drains it of its blood yeah and there's been a lot of reportings that whenever these farmers go to their livestock what they what was one of the consistent things they noticed is they'll find like almost like anywhere from a two to three like dotted like mm-hmm. um like, like puncture wounds like puncture wound on their necks or mm-hmm. backs or somewhere almost like a, i think i've heard it, it's like almost like if you stabbed it with like three ice picks yes yeah and they don't really know so they so a lot of them has uh, had like this assumption that it probably has some type of like tri fang mm-hmm. that it like like it lodges into its prey and then it just sucks off like sucks its blood and it's, i mean that it's, makes sense because trying to take down like a like a cow or something mm-hmm. if you just have the two top fangs it's gonna like shake you off, but if you're yeah. able to like hook it underneath too, mm-hmm. or like the other way around too, it's like you're you're clamping down on that son of a bitch, so it can't get away. Yeah, yeah. It's often described as a, a three holes in the shape of a downwards pointing triangle. Okay. So you know, like so, two yeah. in the top, one in the bottom. Yeah. So almost like yeah, like it it yeah. like the top two fangs like like uh, yeah on top of the mouth the top and then you have a bottom fang. And I guess mm-hmm. whatever reason it it um it helps them like drain all the blood of the animal. So a lot of the reports are anecdotal, uh, anecdotal mm-hmm. and have been disregarded. Have been disregarded for lacking evidence, you know, because there's not a lot of like real evidence. Uh, there were sightings in northern Mexico, but they they later on were verified as um of. Uh, they were later verified as uh, canines mm-hmm. that had mange, right? And not specific, but the, specifically these uh, uh, canines were not just like normal coyote or dogs, but specifically they were dogs mixed with coyotes. Okay. A lot of times coyotes will end up breeding with dogs mm-hmm. and have like these like ha- like these mutt puppies, right? Yeah. And they usually get abandoned because the coyotes don't want like yeah. these mixed. Um, these mixed dogs like in their like in their litter mm-hmm. right 
to leave them behind. And because they're on their own, they usually end up developing some form of uh, mange or some type of like internal infection, right? Yeah. Or, um, oh no, I mean uh, internal parasites, right? Yeah. And a lot of time, it, you know, you have like a rabid dog with fucking mm-hmm. mange and they start just like, uh, in those cases, they do like they, when they find livestock, they just tear them apart. Yeah, and I guess with the glowing eyes, it's like if you see a dog with like a flashlight in the dark, their eyes glow. Yeah, it's just like the it, it any animal they have glowing eyes. And the the thing that's interesting about the the chupacabra specifically is like majority of the time people just want to brush it off as like it's just a dog with mange mm-hmm. right or it's just like a you know it's just a coyote or a wolf that came in at night and fucked up the livestock but it doesn't add up it doesn't add up because like if a wolf sneaks into like let's say a chicken's coop right mm-hmm. it's gonna rip those chickens apart yeah it's gonna fucking maul them to death and like eat all the meat but in all the cases of the chupacabra, that wasn't the case. Mm. They were just drained of their blood. And every farmer who had had any interaction or who had came into close contact with this supposed chupacabra all described that this was not a dog. Mm-hmm. This thing was big, like almost as tall as a kangaroo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe it was a kangaroo. Yeah. And like literally there's videos of this like old Puerto Rican like guy who's just like, no, 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 I don't pick your battle. It was fucking <laughs> a big ass, big ass, like fucking like uh, red eyes and shit. Like, like he was yeah. ba- he's basically describing like a giant cryptid. Yeah. And, and, and in his case, I think this guy specifically said that it was standing on its hind legs. Like no wild dog stands on its hind legs. Mm-hmm. And then. Sometimes they're described as having like almost like ha- like like hand claws, you know. Did um in your research did you see any uh um like alien stuff on it? Because there's a whole like uh, belief that that's that's what it is too. It's um it's uh, like an alien race that kind of is like they're they're not you know here for study or anything. It's just like uh pretty much just like an evil alien, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, that gets brought down and they just drop it off here on earth. Cause apparently we're like a trash planet. Yeah. Um, and that's why they're like, you know, the whole scaly part of everything. It's a reptilian. That's what they're saying. It's like, Oh, this is a reptilian type alien. And it just goes into a whole rabbit hole there. It's if you want to look into it, do it on your own. It, it'll leave you like in the corner of your room, just like wearing a tinfoil hat and being like, Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, that goes down that whole, like um, that rabbit hole of like people saying that like, Oh, humans, are just apes that like uh that like aliens experimented on to see what would happen if you made like apes intelligent, right? Yeah. And basically they're just kinda like 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 the South Park episode where they're like, oh Earth is my favorite show. You yeah. know, like it's like they fucking hate each other. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're canceled. <laughs> That's what I hope so one day. Like aliens come down, I was like they're just tourists being like, oh no one comes to this planet. Why would we? It's like y'all are over here fucking killing each other and shit <laughs> the thing is we're like, gonna give you more power <laughs> yeah uh what else you got um that's it for as far as chupacabra the thing about the chupacabra is like this thing has been like i said like the first reports of it go back to 1975 but the first sighting wasn't until 1995 oh wow so it went like a big stretch of time it was like 20 years uh, it went 20 years before someone even saw one, right? 
it was just like the like and that's i guess like once you when someone actually sees something with their mm-hmm. own eyes they start putting two and two together ways like this is very like like this, we saw this creature yeah you find all these animals drained of their blood sometimes organs with no other like puncture wounds or like they weren't ripped apart they literally mm-hmm. like this this vampiric creature came down and just like drained them of all their life force and um the only other time this happened was back in 1975 in Puerto Rico. Okay. Near that city of the first sighting. And shortly after that sighting in Puerto Rico, you start getting cases pop up in southwest like uh, Texas mm-hmm. and the north side of Mexico and the south of Mexico. Like you start seeing it like basically on the shoreline. Yeah. So anywhere that's for the shoreline from Texas going down to Mexico all the way, like I guess to like, uh, uh, southern Mexico, like mm-hmm. of the Gulf of Mexico. Bullshit. Then that that makes me think: What if this thing's like amphibian? Maybe it travels through the water. That's why we don't see it as much because it lives most of its time in the water and just comes to land to feed. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Remember, they did change UFOs to like what is it? Uh, um, was it APIs or I? No, I, not IPAs. <laughs> IPAs. IPAs. No, no. Bunch there's of a fucking hipsters flying around. <laughs> no, they recently changed. Like they're no longer using the term UFO. They're using another term because now it's not just like, like they're now uh, saying that these saucers aren't just airborne, but some of them can also tread through water. Oh yeah, at those the same are velocity. Uh, those are USOs, unidentified yeah. submerged objects. Yeah, yeah. So UFOs is still a thing. It's just those are the flying ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, we should do an episode <laughs> about alien stuff. Um, maybe that could be the next one. Could, yeah, yeah, we could, we could probably do that. I'm thinking about because uh, the thing is, I also wanted to start like a, like a reoccurring one of for cryptids. Mm. But I mean, obviously, we could squeeze aliens in there because I mean, let let's face it, like, alien slash cryptids. I don't know a single person who isn't into like supernatural shit or cryptids mm. that isn't also into aliens. Yeah, you know, like it, it just comes hand in hand. You know. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, I know some people out there are like, why would you give a shit about this? I'm like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't yeah. you like, like for all you know, they're about to come down tomorrow and they're just going to show up in your backyard and be like, yo, would it do like people are, have certain interest in things that intrigue them. You yeah. know, some people really love talking about fucking like Sunday night football. Yeah. That's just not us. No. This is what we like to talk about. And we want to give, you know, the stuff that we love, you know, a platform. Yeah. And I hope I hope aliens talk like a bunch of fuck boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's sus, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Just biting their lip all the time at you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that alien. <laughs> you smooth motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, I definitely want to do a reoccurring uh segment. Mm-hmm. Or episode for cryptids and everything paranormal because yeah. I mean I love all that shit. Shit, I'll even go as far as talking about like legends and religion too. Like that shit's yeah. fucking fascinating. Well, this too, is night you know? It's whatever keeps us up at night. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like this is literally the shit that's constantly going through our minds at night yeah. because when we can't sleep because we're insomnia. But also you have to think about like these stories specifically. These stories have influenced generations to create mm-hmm. some of the best works of fiction. Yeah. Some of the best works in storytelling and TV and media and video games, like all this shit, right? Yeah. You look at these stories and you're like, hmm, maybe this could be this way instead. And then you have, you know, 
fucking horror movies sprouting from it that are that have similar ties to like maybe La Llorona, but it's not her. It's some other fucking spirit. Maybe they turn it into. I'm pretty sure there's a Native American version of La Llorona out there. We just need to find a, a Native American friend to <laughs> talk about it. But yeah. But I mean, you're constantly getting news all the time about fucking cryptids, especially like Bigfoots or Yetis like yeah. being seen in the mountains and stuff. The only time I'm ever going to be like, okay, I'm calling bullshit is if somebody would be like, what? Bigfoot seen on Epstein Island? <laughs> like, like what? Okay, that's what I'm going to call bullshit. I'm yeah. like, no, there's no way. He loves children. It's a photo Not that way. <laughs> it's a photo of Epstein on a jet with a Bigfoot. Like <laughs> this motherfucker. Oh God. Meanwhile, fucking Bill Clinton in the back in the blue dress. Like <laughs> <laughs> Hillary has him on a fucking chain and leash and shit. <laughs> actually, uh, not to go on a, another tangent, but you know, they actually shared a fucking list of all the suspected people that have been. Yeah, on Epstein it's a little Island. like black book that they've, Found and found all these names. It's fucking wild. Some of the names that have been on there. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of them were obviously like a, like a list celebrities. Yeah. Right. But, but a fuck ton of politicians too. A fuckload of politicians. Yeah. And some people like you wouldn't expect to be there. Mm-hmm. The two that caught me off guard was apparently Justin Roiland, the creator of Rick and Morty was one mm-hmm. of the names. And Seth Green, the creator of robot chicken. I was oh, like, wow. What are those two fucking nerds doing there? Yeah. Those kids can beat them up. <laughs> maybe that was the thing or they maybe didn't fuck the kids they fucked they them just, yeah or they got beat up by them that was their kink that is true yeah but no like the whole the whole black book thing is like they had all these names of suspected people how many people have been called to stand none like yep. it's ridiculous uh what was it oh um, no is it conspiracy hour <laughs> yeah but no like uh, what is it ricky gervais went on like when they was doing like the Emmys or something. Yeah. Um, and he went up there and started making jokes about Epstein. This is like a like a week after he fucking um uh quote unquote suicided himself. Uh because that's a fucking lie. He didn't fucking kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. That was no, nah, that yeah. Oh, um, he I remember he cracks that joke and then it's a zoom up uh it's the they it's, it's a zoom up. No one's show. laughing. Yeah, but then it's also a uh uh they showed like a, a quick still of like of uh, Tom Hanks, and he's like, Ugh. yeah, like, but and he was one of the named like, yeah, which one is of the crazy, list. fucking <sighs> Woody, man. I mean, no. he had a Woody, so <laughs> uh, well, no wonder his fucking son is so wild. Yeah, but like, yeah, he cracked that joke, and everyone was like groaning and like, like I think I heard a few boos and stuff, and he was like, oh, y'all are just mad because your friend died. And it's just <laughs> like, damn, dude, <laughs> he's just calling everyone out because almost everyone in that crowd. You got to give it to Ricky yeah. Gervais. He's got a fucking huge pair of balls. He, he fucking does. made fun of Mel Gibson in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Like that take, like that. Takes- Mel Gibson's like, I'll eat your heart <laughs> in front of you. I love that one fucking thing where he was like, uh, the next person is an Emmy award winning. Like you've known him. He's in, been in all the best movies. He is like a national treasure. And the other one's Tim Allen. And he, <laughs> and, he and he brings out, he brings out Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh God. But he's great. I love him. Uh, all right. Anyways. Okay. I'm gonna do my last one. And I have a fucking story on this one. Ooh. It is fantastic. I I tell anyone who will listen to this story. My wife hates the story because she's like, it's not real. I'm like, no, it's real. It happened. Believe me. You're my <laughs> wife. You have to believe me. It's in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, I want to be talking about lechuzas, motherfuckers. And for those who don't know, lechuza, uh, it's 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 Spanish for uh, an owl, specifically not the, not, a barn owl. Not to be uh, cons- uh, uh, confused with um, lechuga ba- or papusas. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's uh, so this is pretty much. Uh, the most common legends on this, it's a woman who was wronged uh, and is seeking revenge. That's the most common one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It goes from there, like, she's seeking revenge because the village killed her uh, killed her kids or the village drove her out and she died out in the wilderness. So she's seeking revenge by, um, she she made a pact with the devil to be able to shapeshift and she's become a witch. And then the other one is, you know, the common legend. She was a witch. The town drove her out. She cursed. She said, I curse everyone and blah, blah, blah. And... and her most common shapeshift is the uh, barn owl, a big fucking human-sized barn owl, which is crazy. Like, it, barn owls are big. Like, if you ever, if you've never seen one, look one up. They're fucking huge. Yeah. And so, just imagine one the size of a, like a, a person. That's fucking terrifying. Oh god damn. Yeah. And then she takes many forms. Like, she'll either be completely a barn owl, or she'll just be a woman with her arms as the wings of the barn owl. Or she'll be like this, like hybrid, like hunched over fucking owl woman with like sharp talons, wings, a beak, and everything. That also explains why like a lot of Spanish women fucking hate owls because they say they're witches. No, and yeah, I, never, I, never that's under, the thing. I never understood why that was a thing. Yeah. So, um, where am I at? But yeah, she sold her soul to the devil to be able to transform into that. And the whole thing is, um, she to lure people. She the thing is she. On one of the stories is she was her kids were killed by a drunk driver, so she, you know, to seek revenge, she seeks out drunks. So whenever like our families are out getting drunk and everything, like when we were little kids, you remember our Theo, uh, uh, older one, Theo T. Oh yeah, our old, yeah. our oldest Theo. Yeah. yeah, he was over there like talking about all this shit, and then they all start shining a light into a, uh, like a tree. And they're like, there she is. She's right there. Look at her. And they all start like, <laughs> the funny thing is with this is a lechuza. Uh, one of the ways you get rid of her <laughs> is you just you scream obscenities at her. You just start fucking like screaming the shit out of her. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, you just cuss this bitch out and she'll leave. Because she's like, oh, okay, okay, fine, God. I won't kill you. <laughs> she will murder drunks, but if you fucking yell at her, yeah, she's like, oh, leave me But then like. The thing she does too is like to lure you. Is she'll um uh, the main thing is uh she'll mimic the cry of babies. So if you're ever out in the woods or something, you hear a fucking baby crying, run, <laughs> fucking book it. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, that's not a cry. Okay, that's not a cry. <laughs> but like, um, and then she'll whistle at you too. Like you'll be in the woods, you're, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so you'll be in the woods and you just hear something whistling at you and you usually be in the trees because she's hiding out in the trees. And um, uh, she she also like... That's uh, when your Theo steps in. He's like, I'll wear her away. He's like, come at me, bro. Like, yeah. I'll you- fuck you up. <laughs> Pendeja. <laughs> but like, no, it's like, it's 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 crazy because there's that. Like, if you see her, you can take get her to go away like that. But then the trade-off is she's also an omen of death. Meaning if you see her... One of your family members is going to die. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's like it's a it's a written thing. Like, if you see her, no matter if you drive her off, someone's going to die, which is crazy. I'm like, holy shit. Ugh. Um, 
And also, like, she, you dream of her, too. Like, you'll, we'll probably dream about her tonight. So just remember to cuss the fuck out of her. Oh, fuck. Um, or put salt on your window. So that's another thing. To keep her from coming into your home, you salt the windowsills, and she can't cross that line. What the fuck? Is this supernatural now? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Sam and Dean. <laughs> Samuel and what's the Spanish name for Dean? Huh? Don. <laughs> Don. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, she'll see her in your dreams, too. And if you see her in your dreams, it's the same thing. It's an omen of death. <laughs> which is crazy um yeah she's and she's she brings storms too like that's if you like you'll see a storm coming and that's when a lot of the sightings would happen it's because she she brings it with her she's fucking storm from x-men i'm just i'm just thinking like this whole story is just based on like a drunk person being like i saw a witch in a tree so I the fucking started cussing at it and it <laughs> ran away and then my brother died like it's like because like, like, you killed him <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and then um She's super strong, apparently, too. The You can shoot at her with guns. Like, people have done it. And it won't harm her. The fuck? Yeah. Like, so you can't kill her with any human weapon. Are you fucking Luke Cage? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, she also appears a lot during domestic disputes, which is a big thing in Hispanic families. So, you know, mom and dad are yelling. Oh, so La Chusa's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking in the trees. They're like, fuck, I gotta go to work. It's, it's a job for them. <laughs> They're like, oh, fuck, they're, I'm on call tonight. I have to go out. Where do I got to fly to today? <laughs> God, my Delta miles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then they, they feed off of the energy, the domestic dispute, all that anger and everything. They feed off of the energy and makes them stronger, which is crazy. It's, was like a psychic vampire kind of yeah, thing? It's cool. It's cool and crazy. Um, the thing I saw, and it was like in bold where I saw it too, is... If you're like walking around outside and it's like you're, you know, a lot of Mexicans do it because you're you're having a fiesta and fucking you're outside drinking and shit. Uh, you're all outside and everything. Don't whistle three times because that invites her to come. What the fuck? Yeah, Ugh, come. So it's almost like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you have to invite her to come by whistling three times. Yeah, <laughs> you know, recently I, uh, you know that uh, that new show. That's on um, FX called uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I fucking love that show. So, have you ever watched the original movie? Yeah. So I watched. I I hadn't watched the movie until recently, but I love mm-hmm. the parts that we can never get into the good clubs because yeah. we have to be invited in. Yeah. It's like invite us, and he's like, you can go in. And it's yeah. like you, ha- you have to no, invite us. Invite us though. It's like, but you can go in, and, like, yeah. and they just end up having to leave every time. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, the fucking and also they're super fast. Uh, they keep pace with cars. And that's part of my story, too. Well, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> you're, no, you're going to hear the story and you'll be like, holy shit, man. Like, it, f- it happened. And, like, I'm never going to talk to this bitch anymore, my ex. I'll never talk to her again. I hope she's fucking dead. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now, fuck that bitch, dude. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but uh, she was there. You know, if we, if we were talking, I would tell her to attest to it. And she will be like, oh, yeah, it happened. Um... Yeah, it, it's just crazy. Um, uh, there's a few things you can do to protect yourself against them. Um, like I said, salt on the windowsills to keep from coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like tapping on your windows too. So when you're asleep, uh, close your blinds. They'll, they'll just be like, let me in. I suck that dick. <laughs> I suck a dick from behind. <laughs> 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 um, uh, again, cuss that bitch out. Just up every obscenity you can think of, yell it at her. Just everything. <laughs> Tell her her pussy stinks. You know, her ass is flat. Just all, everything. Make her feel bad. 
Um, the weird one that I saw is a rope with seven knots on your door. So you get a rope and you tie seven knots into it and you hang it on your door. And that apparently keeps her away. Which is crazy. I'm like, why? I could not. Yeah, I'm not going to do that in the South. That's going to look bad on my part. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you don't put a noose in it, God. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, like that. I could not find anywhere to explain. Well, I, I why. just don't want, I just don't want like a white neighbor to come over and be like, hell yeah, brother. You're doing it all wrong, son. This is how you do it. Like, I say, oh, fuck. <laughs> we need to move. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it said that the rope, the seven knots, is seen as a sign of respect. So she won't fuck with me. What the fuck? Yeah. And hmm. I couldn't find anywhere to explain it. Hmm. Yeah. Seven knots. I don't know what that means. I'll have to look it up. I may just... I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out and on the next episode, I'll explain why. Um, and also, uh, I didn't I, I didn't want to fucking do this, and I'm not. Uh, you recite the Magnifica, which is a, a, a prayer. It's a Spanish prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to recite it forward and then fucking backwards. What the fuck? And that stops her, like, completely. And she'll go away. But I'm like, who has the fucking time to memorize this shit forwards and backwards? Wouldn't it just be easier just to call her a bitch? Yeah, just cuss the bitch out. Like, get out of here, you fucking bitch. You stanky bitch. (laughs) Throw some bird seed at her. (laughs) She's flying away. She looks back and it's like, your pussy stinks. (laughs) She's like, oh. (laughs) Those shoes don't match your dress. (laughs) (laughs) Those aren't even red bottoms, you bitch. That's a that's a knockoff fucking Versace. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much a Latrusa. Like uh, again, our parents told us about it. We seen our uncle shining lights into the fucking tree, saying there's one up there, and they're all yelling at the fucking tree at night. <laughs> just just imagine a bunch of old Hispanic people drunk off their ass yelling at a tree, and that's what a Latrusa is. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but um, so to get into it, my story. Okay. Okay. So uh, it was um, late one night. And we were driving back to my ex's place. And, um, you know, it was, you know, it was, was kind of rainy. It wasn't too bad. Uh, there was no fog, nothing. The sun, the, the sun, the, the moon was out. It hit your eye like a big pizza pie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm driving and I'm, you know, listening to music and stuff and just hearing her fucking bitch and complain about something. And, uh, um, I, I, I noticed that it's, it's very dark outside. Like um, it's darker than it should be at mm-hmm. night. Like it's nighttime. It's like, like almost midnight and it is pitch black. Like even with the full moon, you cannot see anything. Ugh. And then right when I'm about to turn onto her road to go like towards her house, the, the like my headlights <laughs> hit. It's a fucking barn owl just standing in the middle of the road. Oh. There's nothing on the ground. Like, it's not eating anything. It's just, like, there. I had to swerve out of the way to not hit it. And I was, I should have hit that bitch. I should have <laughs> fucked that fucking owl up, man. I would have got, like, ran over it once or twice. Is this what you think of this asshole thing I used to do back in the day? Um, <coughs> in my first uh, car, whenever I used to give, like, friends, like, um, yeah. like a ride. You know, if we were, uh, I remember one time I had, like, these two friends of mine. They, they were both chicks, right? I was giving mm-hmm. them a ride. Um, yeah, like back to the, back to their place, right? And uh, and uh, 
I, I decided to pull a prank on them where I was just driving. It was like super dark as fuck, mm-hmm. right? But we're on a, on a straight road, right? But it, literally without my headlights, you could not see a fucking mm-hmm. thing, right? And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I cut my headlights off. And then they're, just, they're both like, what the fuck? Like, and I just cut it back. I'm, like, I'm just fucking with you. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. But no, um, so like I see the fucking owl. I swerve to, get, to not hit it. And like as I'm passing by it, like it's like right here. Like, I'm already, like, my eyes are fucking locked forward. I am not looking at this thing. Because in my head, I just hear uh, Grandma being like, don't look back. Because <laughs> that's the thing, too. If you see it, don't look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, just start cussing at it. I didn't know it at the time. So, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, shit. My butthole just, like, like <laughs> tightened up. I was <laughs> like, yeah. And um, as soon as, like, I passed it and was right at my driver door, you just hear, and it, like, you hear it launch into the sky. Like, oh, you don't hear multiple flaps. You just hear, and it's up in the air. And I'm like, what the fuck? And, like, I scream at her, don't turn around, because she's already turning around to see where it went. And I yell at her. She's like, what? And I'm like, just don't fucking turn around. And I'm driving to her house. <laughs> Put them out of it. Yeah. No, I'm, and I'm driving, like, on the road. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking middle of the woods, Georgia. There's deer that come across the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, once or twice, you'll see a deer. Oh, you ain't got to tell me. Yeah, I fucking I slammed the one of those motherfuckers <laughs> that one time. Did you know about that? No. Like, like my car right now, right? It oh, really? had the front had to get repaired because literally one morning I was driving to work. Like I used to have to get up at like um, at four a.m. to mm-hmm. be at work at five a.m. Right? And I'm tired as fuck. I'm driving out of like the neighborhood. At the time I was still living with my mom, mm-hmm. right? And I hadn't even been up the road a mile. Boom! Just Damn. just jumped in front of the 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 car, and it just fucking like I just see its body like like just go boom, 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 like on the side Damn. of the the, uh, the side of the door right, and I freaked the fuck out, and I still made it into work because at that time <laughs> at the time I had been late so many times that I couldn't afford to miss work, so I I went that I went into work with like half my headlight just like fucked up. It looks like you fucking murdered someone. <laughs> It's funny. Once I got the insurance on there, I was like, I hope they believe me that I actually hit a deer. Yeah. And the guy, um, the guy who came and inspected, he's like, "Yep, you hit a deer." I was like, "How'd you know?" I was like, "Was that, that right there? Like all across your door? That ain't mud. That's deer shit. Yeah. You literally knocked the shit out of it." Like, it's like what the fuck? Oh god. That and there was like, uh, I didn't know this, but um, in the front, uh, my front. Um, bumper right it had a bunch of cracks and if you look closely in the cracks there's there's deer hair yeah. in there just where it slammed so hard i guess like the like the plastic where, like pulled apart and clipped it and clipped yeah. it and just ripped its hair off and then of course all the shit on the side of my door <laughs> and i was like god damn it yeah but um so anyways yeah so like you, you know it's, yeah like you said georgia you fucking see deer all the time mm-hmm. uh out of nowhere fog rolls in like just thick-ass fog, so I can't see the road anymore. Like, I have to, like, turn on my low beans, have to drive really slow. And then fucking herds of deer just start trying to go in front of my car. And, like, not, like, far away. They're, like, right there where I have to, like, stop, stop. And, um, no gamma, They just went to insult your car. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, yeah, so they start doing that. And then behind me, like, I didn't turn around. I just hear on the back window and it's the fucking owls. It sounds like owl talent just hitting the fucking glass. Oh shit. Yeah. And I was like, again, 
shitting myself. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and so like I'm pulling in and you know, and then like it just rained. So there was water on the ground, but mm-hmm. it was like, it didn't rain so recently that there was still be huge puddles. There were fucking huge puddles everywhere. So I had to like hit them to like, or like I would try to go around them and then my car, I'm still going slow. And I just start like, like start hydroplaning. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And again, you just hear, and then more flapping of the winds and shit or the wings. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> so we finally get to uh, the house and I just tell her like, get inside the house. Don't turn around. Just get, get inside. And we get book it out of the car. And then in the back of my neck, I feel feathers just, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> and like, I run inside and you hear like, as like, as I'm getting onto the porch, you hear like, but it sounds like a person hooting. And I'm like, nope, ain't fucking looking back, bitch. Get inside the house, lock the doors. And then all night you just hear, I'm like, oh, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, I, oh God, I barely slept that night. And like when the sun started rising, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh God. It was, it was a terrifying, I, I, I still get the heebie-jeebies. That's, uh, God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever had like anything like that happen to me. And it kind of sucks because like. I've always been. Do you want the fear of God in your heart? I've always been fascinated at like people's like ghost encounters and like, you know, alien encounters, all that kind of shit. Right. But the thing that's always been true is no matter how hard you look for them, you almost will never find them. It's almost like people who aren't trying to run into them will always run into Mm -hmm. them. And those who actively want to see them, it's almost like you put up a force field. Yeah. That's going to prevent you from seeing them because it's kind of like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those, like, I don't know, like you're manifesting. Yeah, you're trying to, you're trying, yeah, you're trying to manifest it to happen, yeah. but it's not going to happen. You know, like, like majority of the time that I run into something w- that weird or, or awkward, it's always a human. It's always an actual person. It's just a, it's a fucking raving homeless person or crackhead mm-hmm. roaming around the neighborhood. And I'm just like, great. Like I, I thought it was a fucking cryptid, and it's just some crackhead out in the back. Like I mean, crackheads are cryptids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they can survive anything. <laughs> they, they, like, survive off, like, a grain of rice for a year. It makes me think of um, that... Uh, that joke by Dave Chappelle where he's like, I knew I was in the hood because I saw the crackheads. They're they, uh, walking across the street like spiders. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Dave Chappelle. He's funny. I love him. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Let's get to yours. The, okay. The so this last is, one. This is the last one, right? And the one I'm going to specifically talk about is uh, this is more of like, it goes back to urban legend. This one mm-hmm. doesn't really have a tale, but it's just something that's fucking creepy. Yeah. And I've, I've never heard of this one. I've, I've, I found it creepy because I've always had a thing where like, I hate these fucking things. Mm-hmm. I've always hated things that just don't look real. Like they, 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 like, like it, it disturbs you. What you do know? you mean? Just like something's off about the person? Yeah. It, so uh, uh, it's uncanny valley. That's what it is. Yeah, kind of thing. So you it's know? like if you look at like a like that's why people are scared of mannequins that have like human faces, like the yeah. ones that are like an old navy. Mm-hmm. Those are fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah. that's specifically what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a mannequin, and this mannequin is known as La Pascolita. 
So La Pascualita um, is a mannequin that's in the display of uh, Pascula Esperanza Bridal uh, Boutique in Chihuahua, Mexico. Now, this mannequin was first displayed up in March of 1930. So this thing has been there for a long fucking time. Mm -hmm. And for over 90 years, the locals have always debated there's something wrong with that fucking mannequin. And yeah, it's a fucking mannequin. <laughs> so one, the thing about this mannequin is if you look at pictures of it, there's something off about it. Mm -hmm. It's very lifelike. <laughs> very lifelike. It's got rosy cheeks, natural flowing hair. And people have always said, look at its hands. It looks like real fucking hands because like almost like the indentions of the hands match mm -hmm. up to human hands and it almost looks like like there's pale skin like of like of those cracks mm -hmm. and for pe years for years people had said that what is so odd about this fucking mannequin and what's odd about it is the fucking timing mm -hmm. this mannequin was put up on display of march of 1930 right mm -hmm. But not even, it hadn't even been a full year that had passed. But the owner of that bridal uh, boutique, yeah. right? His daughter, um, who I believe, um, uh, I think her name was Pascualita, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or or, or, or uh, Pascualia, or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't know how to exactly pronounce it. But... She had died mm -hmm. shortly after. She actually died on her wedding day after being bit from a black widow spider. Ooh. So the day of the what's supposed to be the happiest day of her life, she ends up falling ill and succumbing to poisoning from a black widow. Like there's black widows all over in Georgia. Yeah. And you already know if you see one, you stomp that motherfucker out or you get the fuck away from it. Yeah. Because that thing will fucking kill you. Mm -hmm. It is as tiny as it is. Because have you ever seen a black widow in yeah. the wild? They're fucking tiny. Yeah. But that little tiny ass spider. Like you see, whenever they showed it like on Animal Planet or Discovery Channel. Yeah. They make it look like it's like a fucking like 12 inch spider. Oh, no. No. They, they zoom in on that bitch. Yeah. It's like it, a dime. Yeah. It's fucking tiny. The yeah. only other poisonous uh, spider in Georgia would be the brown recluse yeah, spider. They, they, it won't kill you i think it'll it, just like rot your skin yeah it, it bites. It, yeah i think it's poison specifically like like it burns your skin like acid kind yeah, of thing. It, it pretty much just causes like instant necrotizing fasciitis yeah but yeah. no uh, a black widow will fucking kill you yeah. especially if you do not quickly get the anti-venom mm -hmm. for it it will go straight to your bloodstream and it will fucking gel like jellify your fucking like blood yeah. and you're Death. That's just crazy how it does it. Like it, it turns your blood into fucking jello. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fucking wild, and it's not even a lot. Mm -hmm. Like you got to think about like how small it is. It's little tiny fangs, but just that little amount of poison is enough to fucking take down a full size human. Yeah. But anyways, so the belief is that after the day of her wedding day, after she had died from the black widow bite, that the father basically took his daughter's body and embalmed her himself and put her up as a mannequin in that actual oh, store. Shit. So uh, because people say, if you look up photos of what this lady looks like, while the face doesn't perfectly match um, the actual photo, it would 
if you would think about how embalming like mm-hmm. kind of sh- like stretches the face a little bit because you know when a, when a human when a, when a person's in a casket and they're embalmed they're, they don't look exactly like how they no, did when they're alive yeah it's all the muscles in your face relax that's why when they embalm you they have to uh pretty much just put like these two like uh, rivets in your mouth and pull mm-hmm. your mouth closed yeah they literally have to wire mm-hmm. your mouth shut because um Every muscle is just relaxed. So that's why people's faces look a little deflated. Yeah. If you go to like see an open casket, it's because of that. Yeah. And the thing that people often say is like, if you take a picture of this fucking mannequin and you zoom in on its hands and its eyes, Mm -hmm. the thing about its eyes that are very weird is that in almost, it does like most mannequins, when you see a mannequin, you see that their eyes are painted on, right? There's something about this mannequin where its eyes look like they're inside sockets. Like they look like it looks like oh, it, wow. it was like layered, you know, like if the whoever made this mannequin had actually made realistic looking like eyeballs and eyelids. Right. Because like if you zoom in on it, it you see it. You see like yeah. the eyelid not being like even remotely attached to its fucking eyes. And it, it is fucking disturbing. And then the thing they always mention, too, is that. On different photos, sometimes her eyes are not in the same position. Sometimes her eyes look like as if they moved. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at pictures right now. Those hand—that's the hand of a dead woman. That is, don't they? Oh and, God! And people have reported to say that sometimes the placement of her hands and fingers are not the same, as if almost if the body is settling over time. Because you think about it, like, obviously the embalming can only do so much. But the thing is, it's just like, to this day, people still talk about this fucking bridal shop. It is actually a very popular high-rated bridal shop, right? (laughs) But they still have this creaky, uh, creepy fucking mannequin in this goddamn store. And people to this day still believe that the father of the... Of the now deceased daughter, like uh, if you're looking at its eyes, if you yeah. can, if you zoom into the eyes, that does not look like a fucking like painted on mannequin. No, right? it doesn't. I'm it, looking at a picture right now, and it is terrifying. I'm just waiting for. Oh God, there's one of it looking right at you. <laughs> no, but like if you look at, there's some photos where it takes a zoom in photo of her eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And some the majority of the time what i've noticed is some of the eyes are not perfectly aligned it's yeah. almost if like one eye is drooping in some photos sometimes it looks like the eyes are perfectly straight looking forward and sometimes it looks like she's looking to the side yeah almost like if over time her there eyes are just kind of y- yes yeah <sighs> oh my god i can't even look at it it fuck it fucks with me <sighs> And it's just close this page real quick. (laughs) Like like I said, it's uncanny and it's fucking weird and it gives you the fucking heebie jeebies every time you look at it. And they still like knowing that people like I don't know if they're using it as a fucking marketing campaign to come see the creepy ass fucking doll over the involved woman. Like, no. But like it is fucking disturbing. Yeah. It is so wild. And again, so when are we going? Huh? (laughs) So when are we going? Oh fuck. I ain't going near that fucking thing. I want to go over and be like, what that mouth do? <laughs> and she'll fucking murder me. <laughs> oh, God. You go and talk to her, like her father, who's like just an old, crepted man in a wheelchair, and just be like, so how well did you uh, preserve the downstairs? Like, <laughs> you talking uh, full bush or uh, you shave that bitch clean? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. I wonder if anyone's ever tried to steal uh, the mannequin. I don't know. But this also makes me think about, um, I know I saw this. I know I saw this a long time ago. And it was fucked up because it it, it bothered me that this family did this. Mm. But there was a family, I believe, out of California who's, who's, um, Whose relative had passed away, you know, his, uh, the, their relative was a very, like, you know, he was a homie. He was a fucking, yeah. he was a cholo-ass dude. So, instead of giving him a casket, they actually propped him up in, like, a position, like, he was, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like he he was, like, he was down on, like, one knee with his, like, arms, like, close together, and they st- and he had his full, he had his fucking, like, Raiders jersey on with the sunglasses full over. Full on full? Full on full. How and, high were those socks? And apparently what they did is when they embalmed him, they fucking did, like, a series of metal wires through his body to prop him up like a fucking puppet. Jesus. Yes, because that was what he wanted. He said he didn't want to be buried. He wanted to be propped up and like look as normal as possible. And he wanted the family to take photos with him. So they put him in the most cholo ass fucking position that they could. And like I don't know if I can find photos of this thing. I'm try uh, while you're talking. Uh, but it was just the most bizarre fucking thing because. Let, let's go ahead and talk about like embalming a body is fucking weird, like. Because I didn't know this, but apparently if you embalm a body too much, you straight up mummify the fucking thing, right? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people said about uh, La Pascolita is that she has been embalmed. Like, she was, like, extremely embalmed, so they essentially believe that they mummified her. Like, they mummified her, and then they painted over her skin so it wouldn't look like rotting flesh. And then essentially they just propped her up in a window uh, because, you know, his... um His... um father just didn't want to let go of like yeah. her uh I, I don't know if that fucking uh, thing is um there's that, a picture i couldn't find a picture yeah i'm pretty sure that photo is like hard to find because the yeah. thing is like like i i'm pretty sure i saw this on one of those okay <laughs> i'm gonna spew on this real quick because this like always bothered me but like you know what fucking show i used to hate so much they used to be on mexican television all the time it used to be specifically on univision and it was this fucking newscast show called primer impacto primer impacto was the fucking place where they literally like talked about all these creepy fucking stories right it's just tabloid uh journalism it's tabloid journalism but they're also they're also the ones that started the whole satanic panic shit for like mexicans you know they're the ones that spread those fucking bullshit articles about like uh pokemon is is demonic and so is all these other fucking games right and for some reason i don't know if you remember the show that well from when you were a kid but they fucking filmed the set of this fucking place and what looked like an abandoned warehouse like if like like look up Primer Impacto like oh, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it used to look like there was fucking like, chain link fence with pit bulls in the background or some yeah. shit. Like it was always fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And and but then they had these two super hoochie fucking women as the yeah. newscasters. I still remember the, the like the music when you go it goes it's <laughs> it was just it, it it made you think like every single news line that they talked about yeah was it's like this is the biggest story we've ever had, but in Spanish. Yeah, but basically, I remember. I'm pretty sure they did a fucking story on La Pascolita because Probably. this thing has been around since the 1930s, yeah. right? And since then, till now, that's almost over 90 fucking years that they've been talking about this goddamn dummy, and and the 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 the, the main thing giving 
the main thing to take away from this is like, is it a fucking mannequin or not? And they, I mean, you know, people to this day are saying there's no fucking way it could like, like if you look into the science and a bomb body could never mm-hmm. last that long and this and that, there's no way you could really prop it up. And so like, we'll explain that to the fucking Cholo guy they propped up a few <laughs> years ago. They propped up that motherfucker real yeah. good. All this, uh, the, you know, we're on the subject of death now and stuff. I'm reading this book actually. It's called um, uh, From Here to Eternity by Caitlin Doty. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic book. I'm still not done with it, but it's it's she's a mortician. And she decided to go like she she's been doing it for a while, and she decided like, well, I want to see how other cultures, you know, handle their dead. Because here in the U.S., it's very again, we embalm our dead, we bury them, mm-hmm. like we preserve our dead. Why? It it's just a it, and it's also it's it's a huge business now. Like, how much does it cost to bury someone now? A lot. Yeah, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars. Just to put this in perspective, it's so fucking expensive mm-hmm. that most families go into debt just yeah. burying their relatives. And literally, our grandma did not want us to have to deal with that. Yeah. That she paid for her own grave ahead of time. Yeah, like her, she literally has a reserved spot in everything, mm-hmm. which I believe that she wants to be like buried close to my brother, which is you know, okay. and um, and again. Uh, I remember, um, I'm not going to say any names, but there were certain members in our family that were upset that my brother was buried there because they wanted him to be buried in the family, like, fucking graves in fucking Mexico, which were like, that's fucking no, stupid. He's not from there. Yeah. And they also they also have talked about, like, making sure grandma gets buried there. But I was like, no, grandma bought her lot over here. Yeah. Don't even, like, bring up that shit. I, I don't want to talk about which family it is because it's already the problematic mm-hmm. family and I don't want to get in, get into it. But, um. Essentially, yeah. like, but that's the thing. Like, people are willing to pay crazy, absorbent yeah. amount of money for like for these fucking caskets and bombing for travel to like have people buried in specific places mm-hmm. for whatever fucking reasons. And it's just a multi million dollar. Like these fucking funeral homes are mm-hmm. basic. Are basically they're raking that cash in. Yeah, because like a casket. Why do I need like a? you know, redwood polished casket with golden lays and all this other bullshit. Mm-hmm. Why would you need that? I'm fucking dead. I don't care what you lay me in. Just put me in a cedar box, bury me in the ground. That's not how I'm, what I want to do. I want to get burnt. I want to be cremated. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I told Hannah, I was like, and <laughs> I'm still trying to talk her into it. Cause in that book, she actually talks to a few people. Um, I think they're somewhere in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a program. It it costs them. You you literally pay for the cost of the wood and the few supplies that they need to cremate you. And it's an outdoor cremation out in the woods. You know, it's it's a very natural way to cremate someone. You use yeah. certain woods and certain they they put bundles of like herbs and stuff on you to kill and cover the smell of burning flesh. Yeah, that way you don't smell it. All you smell is wood smoke. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's like this, like stone slabs and everything they put you on, and it, it's a very like for them. It's a very big thing. Like you see your family member leaving you, yeah. And I mean, shit. I was like, fuck. I just started reading this book. That's the way I want to go. Like I know, Hannah's like, what? Well, think about your family. Which, which it's also be traumatizing. I'm like, is it? Like I want y'all to light my ass on fire. <laughs> like burn me. Which reminds me of the most fucking metal 
thing that that's ever happened is whenever the 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 lead vocalist of Guar passed away and they gave his suit a Viking funeral. Really? They put his the, his actual like costume on a fucking like old like a, Vi, a Viking canoe and they pushed it out in the middle of the lake and somebody shot it with a flaming arrow nice. and they all just like they they were like basically like celebrating like mm-hmm. his passing on with Guar music playing in the background. <laughs> Which is funny that yeah. like on the way here to your fucking place there's a place um down the fucking road called the Gainesville Waste and Recycling Center, and it its initials are Guar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love. I've seen my flies place. I'm like Guar. <laughs> yeah, like no. If if you're interested in like, uh, it's her perspective on you know visiting. She goes to like Japan. She goes to I think uh, uh, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thailand's it's fucking crazy what they do down there. They um they keep their family members. Uh, in their homes, like they build a little hut for them mm-hmm. and everything, and you keep them for. I forget. It, it just depends on how much money you have, or if you can, if you have the money to do the funeral for them. Because I mean, it's a it's a poor nation, so you have to build up money. But the way they do it is, you keep that family member there. Like they'll bring them out to lunch. They'll have them like sitting at the dinner table. Kids will sit on their laps, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, grandpa's been dead for like ten plus years. And oh, then wow. once they finally like put them the rest. You still pull them out every couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I've and seen you, that. I've yeah, seen you, that. You, you clean them up. You you like you see them dusting them off like they're dusting up a mummy with like a brush. Mm-hmm. Um, they put new clothes on them. Uh, they clean uh, clean the inside of the place. Uh, it's it's actually yeah. it's actually interesting uh, in these recent years. See, I, I know you know my background a little bit, but you know a lot of us in our family grew up in this fucking evangelical fucking bullshit like yeah. religion shit. And because of it, we didn't really celebrate Day of the Dead. And recently, me and my wife have been getting into it, right? Yeah. We're, like, every year on the time of the, the Day of the Dead, we've been, like, making, like, a, what's it called? Um, a little, yeah, yeah, we've been doing that. I've been doing one for my brother. Um, Denise, uh, my wife, has been doing one for her mom. Shit, we even made one for our cat, Cosmo. <laughs> yeah, like, so So literally, like, yeah. what we do is, like, we, we bring them each a glass of water and then we leave them behind their favorite snacks. For my brother, I always leave him a little um, chocolate snack pack. Remember, he loved those chocolate <laughs> yeah. snack packs. Um, for Denise's uh, mom, she leaves a pan dulce behind. Mm. And for um, <laughs> and for for Cosmo, a Is slice, it a fucking loaf of bread, a Hawaiian bread. <laughs> Literally the that thing that cat, the man. thing that fucking killed him. Yeah, yeah. And then of course like cat kibble and shit, yeah. right? And then we That's ba- nice. and, I, we, and Hannah and I we. Um, like again, like I have been telling you, I've been getting more, I've been wanting to get more t- in touch with that side of, you know, being uh Mexican, mm-hmm. you know, cause we've seen the, the, you know, like you said, the evangelical, the Catholic, the Protestant, the, the, the fucking, Oh shit, uh, I leveled up today, shit. man. I fucking made a perfect yeah, goddamn rice. Good job, man. And then on top of that, I didn't show you what else I made, but I also made fucking enchiladas for the first oh, time. Oh shit. And they came out perfect. Nice. Yeah. Good on you. I even made extra for my wife, and she came home. She's like, I actually had chicken fingers. Like, you bitch. God, <laughs> you white. <laughs> it's like, God. But again, yeah, your mustache is sw- a little thicker. I sweat in front of a hot stove for this. <laughs> I throw my apron on the ground. My Dude, little- you're going to get a fucking lechusa after you, man. Uh, a domestic dispute. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, okay, I'm going to chill out then. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to think about that. It got me yeah, all no. paranoid now. Yeah, you got to drive home, too. As soon as I go home, if I, if I fucking hear a woo, I'm just coming back inside. Like, I'm, like, I'm sleeping on the couch. Fuck yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Just take some salt with you. Or no, cuss that bitch out. Huh? Remember, you just cuss the fuck out of her. <laughs> Your pussy stinks. 
But yeah, fucking yeah, no, like I, I, I guess I'll try to do that this year. No, I got some people to throw up. Yeah, I mean the props, the, the, get them the, back the, home. The thing about like burials, going back on burials, I know for the longest time, me and my wife Denise, we had talked about like uh, not doing what what you suggested about like the whole body burning thing. But we actually found this other thing where people, um, people have been um, taking their dead to this other company that essentially turns your body into compost and you basically get planted mm-hmm. and you basically, you go back to nature. Yeah. Cause you got to be careful with those mm-hmm. because I saw a few of them. They do the composting thing, mm-hmm. but it, ju- it, you have to see how they do it to your body. If it's just, they, they, there's one that I saw, they put you in a big old, like, basically like a big old like container mm-hmm. and they like throw dirt on you and some other stuff and you rot away and you become the compost. Mm-hmm. But there's other companies that if you're cremated, it destroys all organic material. Mm-hmm. So it just leaves the ashes. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. It doesn't feed uh, plants or anything. So you're pretty much just, just ashes. Yeah. So just look into it a little more. Yeah. 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 I, then- I was wanting to do that too, but then I saw the whole burning thing and I was like, that's what I want to do. I yeah. want to, you know, just get rid of me. <laughs> I know. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson had made an ex- explanation where he was like, when I die, I want to be buried, but without being embalmed so I can go back into nature. Yeah. Right. And, but he said, but he's like, because when you get burned, all the energy, all that fuel goes up into the atmosphere, you know, like you literally become like you're, you're, you're yeah. fucking you're become heat. one with the universe again. Yeah. This is what we are all from. We are, we are all but stardust. Yeah. 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 Which, which I think is fucking equally yeah. as cool. It's just me on my own personal, my, in my own personal, like way of seeing it. It's like, I want to be a part of the earth again. Yeah. You know? So like, cause I mean, like the thing is like my head's never been in the stars. It's always been flat on the earth. So I want to be a part of that earth kind yeah. of thing, you know? Well, like the whole space thing, like I mean, and the end at the end of the day, whatever goes into the earth will eventually, like when this fucking planet explodes in a billion years, will yeah. become a part of space all over again. Yeah, know? and for me, like, yeah, like, uh, like he, like if you think about it that way, the whole energy goes out into space. Cool. You still have my ashes to spread, uh, how you please. I mean, if you want to, like, if my kids get all fucking weird and they want to snort a fat fucking rail of me, mm-hmm. they can do that with my ashes. I'm going to come back as a strawberry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, a strawberry. Hello, Mr. Worm. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking, yeah, just th- that whole book, like, I, like, once I'm finished with it, I'll let you borrow it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, it just opens your eyes to how death, how death is handled. It talks like, uh, the one part it, she goes to Mexico and she does a whole day of the dead thing there. Mm-hmm. And it's about this woman who, uh, she was pregnant, but she had a miscarriage and she, and she could not get pregnant ever again, pretty much. So she just decided, you know, not to, it makes me think of this, um, uh, Netflix series. Have you ever watched dark tourist? Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Where it talks about like the, like the, the people who worship death in Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. And they literally talk to this lady who has this giant, like death, like, um, altar. Right. Right. That's uh, what the uh, the narcos like to. Yeah, but yeah. she essentially talked about like no death isn't something to be afraid of. It's no. something that you need to embrace because she even specifically said that she had cancer, mm-hmm. and she said, "But I love my cancer. Why? Because it's bringing me closer to death, and death is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. It's a natural thing that we shouldn't be afraid of because at the end of the day, we only last a certain amount of time. Yeah, and the thing is, you need to like." Both cherish the life you currently have, mm-hmm. but also know that death is just another part of that cycle. And, you know, 
a lot of people have this belief that, you know, death isn't always the end. Like, I'm not saying afterlife, but specifically, like, you know, like, yeah. what is the human soul? What is, like, consciousness? Yeah. Like, they're, they're like, I'm, I'm not going to get, like, too gushy on, like, religion. Because the thing is, I don't really have a stance on what religion I necessarily, like, subscribe to. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that, again, like, there's an energy that every human has that is going to be a part of the universe once again. And whatever, it, whether it's new life or just whatever fuels the universe itself. Yeah. yeah, and if my family wants to believe that I went to some afterlife or something, you know, heaven or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's their belief. They can believe what they want. If it makes it feel better, cool. Um, me personally, like, again, I don't know. No one knows. No, there's no way we can tell what happens afterwards. No book is going to tell us uh, what the afterlife is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that one episode. Did you watch uh, the, uh, what's it called? Midnight Gospel on Netflix? Yes, by Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Did but, you watch that last episode about his mom? Yeah, that was a real recording from a podcast yeah. of, of, of uh, Duncan Trussell's uh, yeah. Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've listened to his actual podcast before. And I listened to that episode, bro. It, like what what was on the on the on the on the Midnight Gospel the mm-hmm. the, the the animated thing? There was so much more, and I was pretty much crying the entire time. Like it's just her. the The one thing that she talked about that they didn't talk about on the show was or on the on the animated thing um she got she was you know taking care of her bills and everything like letting them was like hey um you know i'm dying i only have so much long so i have to close these accounts because that's the thing you don't think about when you're dying like you have all these accounts you have to close so your family doesn't get indebted with those companies and she was talking about she was talking with like her cable company and she was like hey you know um so I just sent all the paperwork over to y'all. I just wanted to let y'all know I have to cancel my, you know, my service with y'all um, because I, I only have like a few months left to live. And the motherfucker answers back, oh, but you signed a contract. So you're you're on that contract for, for 12 months at least. So, I mean, if you want to get out of it, you're going to get uh, penalized. And she's like, I don't care. Like, you're not going to charge me because I'll be fucking dead. Like... And he's like, oh, but then it'll go to your next kin. So they will they will have to pay for this bill. She's like, Are you, I'm dying. Like, <laughs> do you not understand that <laughs> I won't be here anymore? People are fucking ruthless, yeah. man. And it's just like crazy. Like, there's no sensitivity training to that. Mm-hmm. But no, but that whole that whole uh, animated part, it gets like the gist of what that whole uh, episode of the podcast was. Mm-hmm. That, God, dude, that ending when she's like, when she's falling into the void of nothing. Yeah. And she's like falling apart, crumbling away. It's like his world is crumbling away. And she's, he's like, are you not scared? Like, you don't know what's over there. And she's like, well, I was scared, but you know, it's, it's again, it's something we all have to do. And the way she explains it, bro, fucking crying. Hannah and I both just sitting there crying because it's just like, you don't think about things like that. You don't think our mom and dad, mm-hmm. or we don't think about that. They're going to be there forever for all we know, but they're not. We're with our siblings. are going to have to figure out. I was saying that's a grandma. I know <laughs> she, she will not go no, down, <laughs> but like, that's the things you got to think of. Like, like we're yeah. seeing it with our parents already with grandmas. Like you have to come to terms that they're dying. They won't be here. 
you're going to have to figure out funeral arrangements if they haven't yet, how you're going to divvy that up if you need to. Just living without that person from then on out. Like, I go to my mom's house almost every other weekend yeah. to go see them because I want to. Like, I want to be, you know, like, my mom is a huge part of my life. Like, my dad, too, now he's a part of my life. He left when I was 12, but he came back eventually, like, after I was, like, 20 or 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Um, shit, no, even, I was, like, 22 when he finally came back. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was, like, kind of on and off again. He'd come back, leave again, and shit like that. Yeah. But, like, imagining life without my mom or my dad. It's just, I can't think of that. Yeah. Or your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see her as often, but like one of our aunts that we've known since we were little kids. Yeah. Yeah. It, like that, gone. It'll, you don't hear their voice again. You don't get to hug them anymore. They don't get to make you food anymore. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just um crazy. I know that 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 hit me a long time ago mm-hmm. after I lost my brother. Yeah. Cuz you get so used to things. Mhm. I know for the longest time when I would come to my mom's house, I kept looking at the end of the couch cuz that's where he used to sit. Yeah. And not seeing him there would break my heart. Mm-hmm. And it would just like eat me inside. And then as months go by, you start forgetting like what their voice sounds like mm-hmm. and you like I couldn't I couldn't put these things together like these simple things like it was almost like after a few years have passed you almost question whether they existed mm-hmm. and it fucks with you and then I look back at these photos and these moments I had with them. And I'm like, oh, I remember this, but like, not as much as you want to. Yeah. You only remember like the bigger stuff, but then you start forgetting all these little things and and all these other stories. And sometimes, you know, my mom will bring up a story, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, I haven't thought about that in forever. And yeah. it's like, or you don't remember. You don't remember at all. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually getting like <laughs> kind of mad at my mom right now because every time i try to set anything up with her she always hits me like oh i'm busy right now i'm working because you know like she yeah. she's basically like my stepdad's secondhand man with his business you yeah. know their business is what like like basically pays all the bills right mm-hmm. so they're constantly on the go so it's hard to get her to like i was happy that i got to see her like um like last friday at like uh, at my wife's birthday party, like they were able to finally come through, but I already knew they were miserable because they had just gotten off work and they're both like sitting mm. in the corner, like unenthusiastically eating ceviche, <laughs> like oh, I'm so tired, like because they already had a drive like yeah. 45 minutes, like uh, not 45, like probably like 30 minutes really, um, there or depending on whatever the fuck they were at at the time, but like I, it. It it does it like death is one of those things that I feel like people don't talk enough about mm-hmm. because you have to be prepared for it. Yeah, not it's, ju- it's not talking enough about in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like Mexicans, like death is a thing. Like we have no filter when yeah. we talk about anything, uh, illness, death, um, embarrassing shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like with my wife. Um, I mean, me and my family, like your family too, open about what happens with our body. 
like, oh, I haven't been able to take a shit in like two days. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty backed up and all this stuff. And Hannah, to her, she talked to me. She was like, why do y'all talk about this stuff? I'm like, it's, you know, that's how we do. It's funny that day of Denise's birthday, my brother-in-law got mad at me because I was in the bathroom for like 45 minutes because of my IBS. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot get off the bathroom because the thing is, if I have a little bit lingering in there, mm-hmm. that irritation fucks with me. Like, yeah. I have to get it out. I have to get it out. Yeah. And he he literally was like, he's been in there for 45 minutes. Three other people have to take a shit. And it's like, well, dude, I have to fucking empty the yeah. bowels because if I don't, I'm going to be like, oh, I still feel it. Like, yeah. I got to go like... And, it, and it, yeah, but that's the thing. Like crazy. I, I'm, I'm super open about it, right? Mm-hmm. I remember I was taking a shot of tequila, right? <laughs> I was taking a shot of tequila uh, shortly after that, right? And um, we had opened up this fucking nice ass bottle of tequila, right? It's one that I get, I gifted him as like a housewarming gift, oh, right? Nice. It was, it was, um, it was a bottle of Centenario Leyenda. It's like a fucking uh, extra enejo like tequila, mm-hmm. high grade shit fucking amazing tequila right and i'm i took like two shots of it i was like that's some good ass tequila and we're like let's compare it to the other ones you know so <laughs> we brought out like a a, a centenario a, a reposado and a uh and a normal anejo one and we tried each one we're like yeah that one definitely sucks this one's a little bit better and this one's the best right you know, outside everyone else you hear she's like and this is good <laughs> <laughs> no, no i only had like four shots oh, okay. so i was i was good right and then uh you know, I I wanted to make sure, so I took like a like my last shot was of the the of like the 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 cheapest one, right? Mm-hmm. The I think it's Reposal was the, the cheapest one. You know, it's the it's the one that is not aged at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I took a shot of it and I drank it, and then I was like, yeah, this should taste like ass. Like I fucking <laughs> hate it, right? And then my I hear my sister in the background and. Uh, <laughs> And she was just like, what does you know what ass tastes like? And I was like, because I eat ass. I'm being for real. And then she was like, what? I was like, and she's like, no, you don't. It's like, it doesn't matter what girl I've been with. I've eaten their ass. I Whether they asked for it or not. Usually they told me to stop, but. Denise, what? Do I eat ass? She won't answer. She will not answer it. Just look at her face. If she turns red, that's a yes. But yeah, I just <laughs> we went from very serious death to eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Night Funk Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very quiet. <laughs> there we go. Wait. There it is. There we go. <laughs> but no, it's just talk about death, people. You like need these, to. like these cautionary tales. It's it's teaching us from a young age death. Yeah. Like if you leave death. You walk outside, death. You mm-hmm. go into the water, death. <laughs> but it's it's just to get us open to the idea of, like, when we were little kids, we probably asked ourselves internally, what is death? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, we're not going to go over there and fucking kill ourselves to find out, but, you know. Yeah. It's it's a thing that goes through every kid's, Hispanic kid's mind, at least. I mean, it goes through everyone's mind. But we dwell on it. In, in in a way that it's not fear. I, I, I yeah, but and also like look into like studies that people have done about death too, because mm-hmm. the shit is also interesting. You know, because obviously people always talk about like, you know, like yeah, dude, take DMT, open your third eye, bro. <laughs> but at the same time, like your brain naturally produces it and it fucking activates as soon as you die. Mm-hmm. And is is that the portal to the the fucking dimension that is in like in between the 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 veil of reality yeah. like where like 
All this shit, regardless if you want to think it's some weird hippie shit or just some fucking like, you know, some stoner bullshit. But the truth is, it's interesting. Yeah. And it's going to open your perspective on both life and death. It'll, and- it, it makes you appreciate your life more. You know, you realize that like our time here is not infinite. We will leave. We could like me and my cousin sitting here doing this podcast freak accident we both get electrocuted through our fucking brains through these headphones where's yeah. the wood? where's the wood <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could happen fucking a meteor there's thousands millions of meteors zooming past us right now some of them are tiny some of them are the size of texas mm-hmm. it's just going to take that one to hit us to stop you know stop all our aches and pains world hunger any infighting between our our you know nations governments war all of our problems will disappear in an instant yeah we'll, we won't even and, and they say usually we won't even know if the meteor hits us we'll just be here and then gone have you ever heard the sound of meteors passing by no i haven't no gamma no gamma no gamma Jesus Christ. <laughs> I saw your finger hovering over it too. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just like look into death. Read that book that I just said. Hold on. What was it called? I need to remember. I have terrible memory. From here to eternity. Read it. It's a great book. It, it'll open your eyes a little bit. It's not like gonna change your life, but it will make you curious about death. And it's not, you know, weird to think about it. It's not weird to look into it. It's it's opening your mind. Yeah, well, if whenever you're curious about these kind of things, like like it's all it like even if you don't want to read it, look up a YouTube video. Yeah. Like look into other cultures other cultures like uh um perspective on death, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you know, every culture, every religion, every like indigenous tribe has their own belief in death ceremonies death rituals like what is the meaning of death where do you go after death like there's so much shit out there but also watch coco (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's that actually opened up a lot of people's eyes to death Mm -hmm. which is crazy like fucking pixar at it again no but i hate whenever people fucking share those fucking like stories of like my son watched coco and now he sings the coco song to his like brothers like urn i'm just like i don't want to see this this is too depressing no not even depressing it's like no one gives a shit (laughs) i'm sorry i don't know your son i don't know your kid i'm sorry for your loss we're uh 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 you know honor your son's memory cool we will do that as well you don't have to share every aspect of your life on tiktok yeah yeah like leave that shit at home. Stop doing it for the likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's a different topic for a different episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a death episode. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. We can, we, we'll put that in the list of topics. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to be talking about on the next episode. That's still to be decided. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, this was a fun episode. Yes, it was. It's a very informative episode too, because mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's always great to hear other people's perspectives on certain things, both whether it's an urban legend or the concept of death or just like these like these tales that keep yeah. us up at night. Did I just hear this? Is my cat. For a second, I thought it was a fucking owl. I was a freak out. I was like, "You fucking bitch! I know you're here." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my yeah. god. You got me all fucking spooked now. <laughs> like I'm not even I told you, man. That story, hundred percent true. I am not 
making anything up. I'm not even you tri- can you can believe what the <laughs> fuck you want. That is my story. I'm not even tripping on the concept of death. I'm tripping on the owl lady story. Yeah. Fucking Lechusas, man. They're uh, real. They're out there. Uh, okay. Well, watch out. Yeah. Uh, remember to wash your vegetables. Uh, <laughs> any- <laughs> <laughs> Why? The legend of Lechuga. Lechuga. <laughs> you got to cuss out your fucking head of lettuce. I'm about to cut you, bitch. <laughs> Muchacho. <laughs> <laughs> stupid (laughs) (laughs) all right right. well thanks again for listening to another episode of the knife funk stay tuned for more episodes new episodes every friday you can find us on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and also stitcher uh, and make sure to subscribe yeah make sure to give us a follow uh tell your friends uh yeah, tell your friends, spread the word. We are growing as a podcast, which is just great to see. Surprising, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, luckily, we've been lucky to keep people's attention this far, and hopefully yeah. the more we can t- continue to do this, the more um, additional content uh, we can provide. I know right now there's some talks with uh, a local game store that wants us to do some stuff for them. Yeah, like, it's it fucking cool. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. Um, so there might be yeah. some projects like that in the works. Possibly we might be like uh, doing commentating for like Smash tournaments or yeah. even like uh, some streaming events that they we'll, might put um, on. We'll try to post it up if you want. Um, should we drop our uh, Insta handles? Uh, we don't have one yet. No, like our own. Our own? Because we can post up shit anyways. I right guess now. that is true. Yeah, and then eventually they can just follow. Yeah, I mean, too. obviously I want to make a dedicated one for the Night Funk specifically, yeah. but I just haven't yet. And uh, if anything, I'll probably just get you to do that because you probably have better um, an idea of what to put on there than me. Because, you know, I'm going to be like posting some bullshit like smash your pass and then it's going to be like uh, smash your pass. it's going to be uh, pictures of two very obese women and just be like, come on, which one? What's your flavor? What's your flavor? Oh, God. <laughs> Sweats. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, just give us a follow. I'm also in the woods. Uh, and my cousin here is Handful of Pedro with two L's. Yes. Yes. You misspelled Handful. That was on purpose. Okay. Because the other one was taken. Ah, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was taken. Just making sure. I'm pretty sure I've never seen another one that, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, but, whatever. Those are our handles. Handful of Pedro and also in the woods. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Catch us again next Friday. And uh, everyone have a good night. Watch out for the lechuga. Yeah. Cuss that bitch out. Mira, este hijo de la chingada, pendejo, estúpido, baboso.